0: Listening to the Chomp Cast, an official podcast of swordchomp and SwordChomp.com. Thanks for taking time out of your crazy life to make time for ours. And remember, if you dig what we do, please, please, please go to Patreon.com/SwordChomp. More on our VIP tier later. Nostradamus may have predicted global warming and the eruption of Mount Vesuvius, but what about the real questions? Good luck trying to predict what the hell Microsoft is going to do to combat that PS5 announcement this Sunday, or whether we'll finally get anything, anything on the new Animal Crossing. Well, move over, and crusty bearded philosopher, who's dead, because the crew of Sword Chomp is here to lay down the true predictions that matter. That's right, E3 2019 predictions, with help from the @swordchomp Instagram community. Giant Pokemon also came raining down from the heavens, and we have tons of hot takes to rain down upon your lovely eardrums. As the crew of Pokemaniacs here reacts to the Pokemon Sword and Shield Direct that happened this past Wednesday, just before E3. Strangely enough, talk about that. Of course, we have some games to discuss as well, like Observation, Dauntless, the new free to play Monster Hunter, and Neo 2. Uh, which Shay has been delving into, um, as well as a poll that makes us wonder if we should go see a doctor if after we use Dynamax we experience an erection lasting longer than four hours. All that and more on this insane, just plain roided out edition of the ChompCast. Speaking of roids, um, Professor Layton is here from Japan. Shay Layton, back in. You're not on steroids, this is a reference to something else. Um, you might be a little distracted. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Hemorrhoids? Was... Right? <laughs> no, no, no. Unless there's what something the you droids? want to tell us. Hmm. <laughs> um. I thought no, he was annoyed.
1: Because say... his a- cheese was stuck to the top of the pizza box. Was it? Uh, oh. No, not oh, nothing quite.
2: pisses off annoyed more than seeing that, yeah.
1: yeah. I can He's a, a roid? In the I've been, the pizza. I heard that wrong. Man, I'm sorry.
2: It's
3: pronounced a droid, mm. actually. It's okay, it's late. A droid? It's late. Um, a, a, droid, a droid, yes. Mm. Oh. A joint. Right, you guys are sinking. are <laughs> sinking that ship. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Down we go. We're
3: sinking seconds. not unlike Morgan as he's trying to capture footage of a shark instead of protecting the ship.
0: Wow, well, yeah. That's, That's true. true. <laughs>
3: No,
2: it's nothing to debate there.
0: I saved Fish's ass, and this is what I get. Uh, Shay Leighton is here again from Japan. He's going to be probably joining us for two straight weeks. It's pretty special. And also, he might be a little distracted, guys, because right now, I'm sure he has ESPN or something pulled up so he can check the scores on that NBA Finals game. Am I right, Shay?
3: Uh, No, I definitely do not. I'm 100% fully (laughs) engaged in the podcast right now. There's no way I would ever be distracted.
1: You might want to get a charger for that phone. Just make sure you Mm -hmm. don't... uh...
3: (laughs)
2: Yeah. Well, that, and you should you should hold it up to the camera for me, Shay, because oh. I haven't been following the finals at all, no. and I'd like well, to see you, again. you know I, I
3: would, but there, my phone is dark and blank right now because I'm fully engaged. Mm, oh, that's right. Okay. That's right. Uh
0: huh. Mm.
3: Um. No, but yeah. I was gonna I was gonna make I didn't want to interrupt your monologue, but I was gonna make a joke earlier because you were, you were saying that John giant pokemon raining from the sky and as my dad would call them when i was younger i was gonna say it's raining pokemon because he would call them pokemon Pokemon. instead of yeah yeah pokemon it's raining pokemon but i just don't want to be rude and interrupt (laughs) your (laughs) mom.
0: my dad would say Pokemon's, not pokemon
3: Pokemon's, yeah (laughs) you (laughs) know i I, (laughs) quick one minute funny story i we lived in (laughs) the shitty neighborhood in great falls and i remember i was walking one day and i found this like pile of cards. I was like, oh Pokemon cards. Fuck yeah, because I still loved them back in the day. And they were actually joke Pokemon cards. They were called puke. And they were from Spencer's. And they're kind of like just like they had joke disgusting names. I don't remember them now, but it's like, you know how uh whatchamacallit? Uh Sassy That's D a- had uh their Chew but it was pretty much like that. hmm uh-huh where it's just like class versions of Pokemon. And I don't know why. That just reminded me of that. Just like, oh, yeah, sweet Pokemon cards. And they're lying kind of in the street. And I, I look at it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it says Pokemon. <laughs> and I was so disappointed. So disappointed. A
0: weird errand time. But um, I'm
3: glad you hear Shay. Yeah, and- to think that Spencer's was a viable place yeah, yeah. is a weird errand. <laughs> hmm. As you wear your yeah. Spencer's hat.
2: Thank you. It's, it's still a thing. Blasters still for life.
0: Got this Spencer in the clearance bin. Everywhere. Found this in the clearance bin for yeah, nine dollars. We haven't
1: we haven't rehabilitated all those juggalos yet. We have have to find some place to go
0: shopping. Oh, see, f- you see, did you see Fisher's You see ears perk up when you said
3: juggalos. <laughs> 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 oh, He's like, fa- are we talking about Fago? No,
0: <laughs> no, Ooh. we don't mention Ooh. juggalos on this podcast and so no uh, juggalos on. um but yeah so juggalo so uh, uh, yeah, is
3: more like juggalo oh
0: oh
3: Oh, <laughs> don't oh. anyone out there who likes icp associates with being a juggalo i don't judge i do but we're uh, mm-hmm. we a we're juggalo freak yeah. uh, <laughs> uh crew you have, though
2: don't lie to these listeners shay are you
3: are you a juggalo? No, oh.
0: ish. He's a juggalo. Uh, he's in recovery. He was a once mm-hmm. juggalo. He's finding his way now. He's on like um,
3: step eleven. He's, I just he's mad, a jug. walking through the street and you so, <laughs> he hear someone. Go, you hear someone go whoop whoop and he's like oh, whoop whoop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's not a thing.
3: Like well, starts to do a the thing? whoop whoop call and then that's he starts like trying to cover thing. it up and it. <laughs> His family's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And he's like, oh, "I've, I've, just this terrible, terrible cold. I just got this morning. It's, <sighs> it's uh, so a, it's whooping that, cough.
1: I need to call my sponsor.
0: Oh, whooping <laughs> cough. Um, isn't that the name of the new Pokemon that sheep woo Isn't it? No, it's Bulu. Bulu. I don't remember. It's dumb. Um, that's later. Uh, thanks for being here, Shay. Um. We'll uh, have to pass secret score updates throughout the podcast. Uh, Anthony Fisher is here. That's right. The <laughs> once-recovered Juggalo uh, from Texas, a.k.a. the Filipino Johnny Depp. Um, now, Fish, I don't know if you saw this, because in the new uh, Pokemon Direct, there's that Dynamax thing that allows you to really grow your Pokemon. You don't know how many people <laughs> message me wondering if you wanted to find a way to use Dynamax on your... Situation, possibly um, mm. enhance it. Y- uh-huh. Are you tracking? Are you following me? I'm following. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now I don't know how it's done. If it's like a watch or some sort of stone or whatever that allows you to transform uh, one of your Pokemon to a giant thing, but um, it's exciting, right? The possibilities. Yeah. yeah. Are it exciting. It is exciting.
2: I mean, if if I could get a hold of like that strange power, that <laughs> the damage I would do.
0: The, the amount of Pokemon <laughs> trainers
2: that I could have flocking to me and throwing their Pokemon at me, trying well, to defeat me, that'd be cool.
0: I think, unfortunately for you, it would be—it would just magnify a very large thing that looks very small. Um, so I don't know if that would quite give you the effect that you want. You um, know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Have, like, a stumpy little
0: giant. <laughs> stumpy little giant. <laughs> My giant um okay i'm i'm excited fish because you're gonna get death stranding and a new pokemon game in the same month that's like that's just like some old school fish interest grown up you know like holy shit we're gonna hide you a kojima game and a new pokemon game in the same Mm -hmm. month that's fucking wild shit
2: all that's left is like a final fantasy game to come out (sighs) within that time frame
0: don't get me too excited So we'll have more on you know fish using uh, Dynamax on his Weedle. Um, Joshua Fowler is here from Michigan, a man that does not need any sort of Dynamax. Let me tell you what. Um, Josh, pop this for you. How do you you know that? How do you know that? I don't know. Um, It's possible. Oh, he's asking Josh to check a private thing that we can't see. Thanks Uh a lot, Jay. Uh, <laughs> Josh is like, "All right, I'm checking it right now. You better, good. you better announce it. What is it? Let's see it. Let's hear it." So now that I've ruined, I can't check it because my phone is no. My Skype. I, I
1: know it's. I'll. I'll, I'll...
0: Uh,
1: you know, I'm gonna have to show your sponsor this fish.
2: Okay, oh, no. that's that's it's too hey. much
1: fago for one man. <laughs>
2: There's you know. two other jugglers there mm. enjoying it with me. God. Hey, I'm actually holding my favorite uh, flavor of Fago in this picture too. Oh my god. How <laughs> you know, Shay?
1: How do you have a favorite flavor? Cuz I've tried Fago. There But that's that's what you have to have tried more than one type of Fago to have a favorite that's, flavor of that's it. That's true. And that's after true. the first time.
0: All right, what's you your favorite exactly flavor how fish? far down
1: head? that hole can go?
0: Strawberry pop. Hmm. Mm. Oh. You know what? I'm not going to criticize Fish's drink choices because, even though he I don't, likes to criticize I don't drink mine, it well, I don't drink you some know, of that.
1: Morgan's right. Fago doesn't make anything as bad as Dr Pepper Ten. Hey, <laughs>
0: hey, it's not how That's we're going to get that sponsor, Josh. I'm working real hard on that sponsorship. No, we're
2: working for Fago now. <laughs> I think Fago actually based out in. Uh, Detroit or Michigan? I think that's where they start at.
1: I have no idea. I'd have to look.
2: But
0: well, why no, would it matter where sure. they're based out of? Who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, this really. I care, down. Morgan. Okay.
2: Well, they'd probably let me <laughs> in,
1: you know, since I'd be the only person not in full, you know, face makeup <laughs> yeah. showing up at their door.
3: I'll face yeah. it, you know. You'd walk in and they'd be like, "Whoop whoop," and you're like, "Yeah yeah, whoop whoop, whatever." <laughs> anyway, so I want to talk business <laughs> real quick. <laughs>
0: uh, oh man. Well, uh I of course. It's good. It's good to have a little. It's good to have a little insanity at the beginning, you know. Um, I have, of course in general mountain time here from Montana. I will say I did get a a post that's doing pretty well for us up today that I'm enjoying. Um, as a horrifying uh, on our Instagram page at Sword Chomp on Instagram for some reason. don't follow a horrifying visual of a a very rare this has ever been captured on on film of a turtle actually eating and attacking a bird a live bird um (laughs) which scarred me and then i made a pokemon correlation so you should go check it out but Mm -hmm. yeah like i was It was just one of those magical things where I I found that this week on Accent and I was like so entranced by it because it's just so weird to see a a turtle attack a bird like that, like a pigeon, like a full, like dead pigeon. Yeah, maybe they pick at them, but you just don't see that happen. You know what I mean? And
1: uh, turtles have a lust for blood that not many people know about. Yeah.
0: It's it's just, I love those things in nature that are very weird and rare and that, you know, you don't get captured on. Uh, recorded footage very often but it made me think about like cool side quests they could do like the rogue i have been probably playing too much fantasy 12 doing all those hunts because i was thinking about like a a rogue uh version of that new pokemon that was announced dreadnought where it's like killing a bunch of pidgeys and you have to go stop it um or something like that or hell i even i told you guys this week i my cats were murdering a bunch of small bunnies around my house and it was really horrific for my children they were just dragging all these small bunnies up to my patio And does the bunny the sound a bunny makes when it's dying is horrible. Let me tell you that. It's like this. It's like it sounds just like that. And you can hear it from like inside your house. It's really loud. And then we'd run outside and there'd be like a little bunny getting ripped apart by my cat. So not a pleasant thing, but that could be a side quest too, right there. You know, you walk out of your house and then oh no, there's what's the little bunny that's in there, hop bunny Mm. or whatever. Little baby hop bunnies are getting attacked by Persians. And, uh, you know, nature is just full of ideas.
1: You have to find a Garbodor to put the cat in and toss it in the river.
3: (laughs) Pokemon introduces euthanasia. Brand new team.
0: Oh, Garbodor. I saw one of those things that was like comparing real life animals to Pokemon, and they were all really good. And then the one was like a garbage bag. And I was like, oh, yeah, Garbodor. I I always forget that stupid Pokemon's a thing. (sighs) and yet anyways we can talk about that later uh it's gonna be a fun show let's get to some e3 talk because e3 is obviously a big deal now i want to preface this by saying the reason we do e3 prediction show isn't just because it's sort of a fun tradition as long as we can do it the idea is to give people an idea of the things we'd be most excited to see because we're more of a personality driven podcast um it's less about trying to be right if there's something we feel strongly about and we can predict it that's cool honestly um but the general idea is that people can get a real feel for the things we're excited for so then they hear this podcast then we go to do um watch e3 and then they listen to our next podcast they will be like oh shit it, you can do a little correlation there like oh they're gonna be so excited about this and that because you know part of listening to a show like this is to get invested in what hopefully people are interested in and what the listeners are interested in as well because we did a, a question of the week uh this week every thursday on the sword Chomp instagram we will pull our audience uh, for a variety of questions and this week i wanted to know what you thought would make the show for you at e3 so we're gonna fly through a bunch of those and see if we agree with those games showing up or not on the show floor and it's gonna be a weird e3 so um let's get right into it this is the first thing i want to ask you guys because this is the big one that people are talking about it was one of our polls this week on Swordchomp. about um about 60 percent of our audience thought that Microsoft will be announcing their successor to the PS um, to combat the PS5. So this is where I want to start because Microsoft is in a really interesting place and I want to know what you guys think is going to happen. Because on one hand, PlayStation has already come out and even though they're not attending um, E3 this year, they've already come out and announced the PS5. And uh and the basic specs of it and all that. So Microsoft is gonna be there and they had a great press conference last year, but they're in an interesting spot because, you know, they didn't really win they, they had a successful console with the Xbox One, but they were obviously well behind the PS5. And, you know, is that the step they wanna make? Do they even want to make consoles anymore? Do they want to just focus on making software? Um and there's a lot of different ways they could take this, but a lot of people think they are gonna announce something to go head to head to the PS5. So that's where I want to start. I want to know where you guys think of this, um, Josh. So, do you agree with the audience that they're going to announce the successor to the Xbox One X uh, at E3?
1: I'm not seeing that happening. Just it—it it seems like it would be kind of it would be a hard sell. Just currently, given exactly what Sony has given us specs-wise um, for them to really show anything that should look more impressive than that. Uh, unless they've been working on a basically the same tech, and if it's basically the same tech, well, everyone's going to be like, oh, they're just copying. It's, it's just exactly what Sony's doing again. So that doesn't sound like a best-case scenario. Or they'd have to be right. working in a completely different direction. Um, which... I mean, they could have been, but that seems unlikely. I I feel like their better option currently is to focus on Games Pass and just, you know, completely destroy Stadia. Like, they've... Mm, The Google Stadia looks like a garbage fire. It looks like something that people have wanted for a long time, and Games Pass... It's, it's 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 that's essentially the same space um as far as the product it's like a games as a service kind yeah, of thing yeah yeah um i don't know i feel like that's probably a better direction for them to go i don't know if they will do that but if they say expanded what that is um you know gave us more reasons to get on board with that i i feel like that's kind of what's going to differentiate them currently cuz they they have the best games as a service model so far. And I think they can, I think that's probably one of their best options as far as keeping something unique and valuable in the market.
0: Yeah, I like it. Thinking outside the box a little bit there. What do you think, Shay?
3: I think that it's kind of a 50 50 at this point because if we look at the last generation of consoles, it felt like Xbox was trying so hard to set itself apart that it really kind of shot itself in the foot during the first, I think, 3 quarters of the console wars race. Uh you you look at kind of what they were doing, they're trying to be like an all-in-one machine and I think a lot of people were like, "Yeah, that's cool, but we're primarily buying these systems for gaming." You know, if we wanted an all-in-one machine, mm-hmm. we'd just get a nice computer kind of thing or we you know I don't mind having an extra piece of uh hardware to do to focus on what I want it to focus on rather than having an all-in-one kind of console. It was an interesting idea in theory, but I just think that as a result uh gaming kind of took a back seat in some regards for the Xbox. So I think with this generation, they they really got to focus on things like Josh is talking about, like their Xbox Game Pass um you know they don't want to spread themselves too thin um trying to do all these different things and looking at where it's at now i mean it's certainly possible that they would try and release their console now or talk about when their release date is announcing it at e3 Uh, i don't necessarily think that's a bad thing by any stretch i also think that it's possible that they wait a little bit and they kind of let PlayStation do what PlayStation's going to do, get out there early and then be like, okay, are there any last minute adjustments that we can make uh, to make our stand out more? Or is there anything we can do that where we can market ours better? So they'll let Sony, Sony kind of jump out there at first. They'll let the Google Stadia thing kind of take hold or attempt to take hold and kind of just figure it out from there. So I don't know. It's to me it's a 50-50. So you think they're gonna be a little point. more reactionary, a... kind of like wait. Yeah. Yeah, because I okay. think they were I think you know, correct me if I'm wrong, any listeners or you guys, but I felt like they were pretty reactionary in this current generation. You know, they were they were trying to make the connect thing happen and then they're like, Oh, it's not working, let's cut it, let's do all these other things. They didn't keep a lot of exclusives, uh for Xbox they um you know they're trying to release consoles super late they're trying to do an all digital console when pretty much this generation is about done kind of thing it the, they've had a lot of little missteps they've had a lot of good points like i don't want to sit here and like talk shit on them the whole time i think they've had a, l- a lot of small good steps but i also think they've had a lot of really bad steps and that's why sony won this generation so they got to not necessarily played a little bit safer, but they have to make smarter choices going forward. And yeah, that starts with something as simple as a reveal when they reveal it, how they reveal it. So we'll see, we'll see how that takes place or transpires here in the next few days. If it takes place.
0: Yeah, I guess Sunday. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, I. There's a lot that you said there that I want to respond to, but I'll wait a minute because I want to get Fish's thoughts. But yes, yeah, I I generally agree with what you're saying. Uh, Fish, what about you? When you think about now that because you're kind of an you're an Xbox owner now, you've come Mm -hmm. to the dark side, um, at least temporarily. um, Because you know, why rush out and get a PlayStation when they have a PS5 on the way down the road? Exactly. Yep.
2: Yeah. Well, I I mean, that's the thing with Xbox right now is they they've kind of they kind of shifted their marketing uh strategies and um their services that they want to actually include on the xbox and i thought them releasing the game pass um was it last year or two years back that that was a very smart move on their part um because what playstation had going for it as far as like that playstation now where you were just streaming the games so you were getting a lot of latency and everything um the game pass actually made that more intuitive where you actually just download the whole game and have the game essentially for paying a monthly fee. And that was a much smarter choice. And I thought that was a very bold move for Xbox to kind of copy that service that PlayStation was going for. But uh, I guess they perfected it in a way that made it more appealing. And um, while I don't necessarily use Game Pass, um, I do have it now because it's only a dollar a month but i think it's actually a pretty good service considering the fact that you know um microsoft microsoft exclusives that are coming out are on there day one so um you you definitely there's definitely a lot of uh, yeah bang for your buck i guess as far as like going for that service so i thought that was a very smart move on microsoft's part, part. and it seems like that they're they're tuning their actual console to actually know be more powerful they they understand that people want to have uh high resolution um high frame rates on their video games um uh though you know you can still you'll definitely get that on pc but a lot of people just like the ease of a console and um they like playing with friends and stuff on the xbox and stuff like that and um them being able to, you know, incorporate Windows games with Xbox games and crossplay was also smart of them to do um, from the start, as well as, you know, joining up with Switch and uh, making all these... So I think, I, I think, like, Microsoft is making the right steps now, and I don't think they should rush themselves as far as, like, jumping out there and announcing their own console here. Like, uh, let Sony have, you know, this console, because I think the Xbox One actually was released before ps4 did and um they they marketed that thing the wrong way where they wanted you know people to watch cable on that thing and (laughs) it i I, they they were so not in tune with yeah what gamers actually wanted you know from xbox from microsoft yeah so i i think they should just definitely you know take their time with it and yeah you know yeah, just feel out the waters, and I don't think they necessarily have to reveal anything, other than maybe just say, "Hey, we have so and so in the works," and that's all they have to say to get people excited at this point.
0: Yeah, maybe. I think the the delicate thing, and the, so it's it's interesting to me. I think what you guys are saying in particular, because the beginning of their life cycle, life cycle for the Xbox One started off so poorly. Um, and so far behind PlayStation five, but the end of the life cycle has been really good. And that is what's I, what I think is so interesting about it because, you know, they, they game pass was, was great. Right. And then the Xbox one X for people that wanted that high end system was a a very powerful system. And they started just really focusing on games and they, they, it just feels like they got the right idea for what people wanted. And they said, look, we're not going to keep chasing Sony at all this crap you know we don't think we can compete with VR either. Let's just do what we do best and and give gamers what they want. And and let's listen to them. And that's been why I've been so impressed with Xbox over the past couple of years. But that's why oh, I damn. think it makes it so interesting. Because I I still think you don't want to necessarily get behind PlayStation like I I agree with you guys. I don't necessarily think they have they need they will announce a new console, but I think they have to announce something out of creative out of the box because you leave E3 and everyone goes, man, PlayStation's got this exciting system on the horizon and Xbox is just going to be like, yeah, we're going to make some more games for Xbox. It's going to feel deflating for people. Now, I don't necessarily feel that way because the Xbox One X that I have is actually an incredibly powerful system. It's gorgeous. It's, it, it. I could be happy gaming on it for many more years, right? But that's not how the world works. I know that. And there is a pressure, I think, for them to not feel like they're falling behind again unless they just want to get out of the race. But the, yeah. the issue go
3: ahead all oh, I was going to say is i think all they'd have to really do is even just put like like a like a picture saying like giving it a project name you know how they named it uh project scorpio when this uh, xbox 1 had come out all they have to do is that and i think that covers exactly what you're talking about like name the new xbox some kind of project announce that it's in the works and that hype is built right there that's all i was going to say
0: You think so? Because I would think that because PlayStation already came out and announced how strong their console is going to be, things that it can do, um, the name of it and everything, I assume. I I feel like if they just came out and said, we're working on something, I feel like that might be a little bit of a letdown.
3: Well, it's all all about presentation. And I I agree. I think it would be for some people, it would be a letdown. But for other people, it would be like, hey, we're not pretending like nothing's in the works. Something is in the works you know, we'll let you know when we're ready to let you know kind of thing. And I think that's kind of like, I think that's kind of where the industry is at right now, not just with video games, but with music and movies, is you get let know when people are ready to let you know, especially with video games now. And I think that's cool in a way. That that empowers the creators and the um, content providers. I think that's great. They don't have to adhere to a studios uh, or a production t- uh, team or a finance teams uh, like set sh- schedule. Like you have to release on this date. They're not adhered to that. They're adhered to whenever they're ready because of that empowerment. And I think that I don't think we'd see it on that level of like a Microsoft console, but you never know. Like maybe that's where the yeah. future of console game or the consoles will go. Maybe is that empowerment. We don't know so i mean that's just obviously that's kind of a uh a left field kind of thing and the likelihood of that i don't know but um i i could see i could see it a lot of people being sated with being like xbox project uh Penis coming soon something like that just to let people know that it's coming the Micro Penis yeah it's
0: coming you know you people there yeah it's you need psychological preparation for that <laughs> one it's really uh, unless you get your dynamax um you know it's it's tough because i i agree i i know ne- i've never seen a company that's in this tough of a spot because with ps3 and xbox 360 if you remember they were basically neck and neck right it was basically just preference and then they kind of got swamped with some bad decisions now, and PS5 is already out there, and Xbox is in a very weird spot, and yet they have the entire uh-huh. floor at E3. <laughs> yeah, Um, And I just I'm very fascinated to see what they do because I feel yeah. like yeah. they're not going to rush into another bad mistake, but I also feel like they don't want to get left behind. So,
1: yeah, uh, that's the thing. Kind of like you're saying, they they started the last oh like current generation so far behind and it already feels Uh like they're kind of on the back foot here yeah so yeah again that's yeah yeah. and i mean like obviously there is no new console yet like we've got specs and you know
3: an imaginary
1: new hard drive out there um that you know could be really cool but like yeah what if it is really it feels like they're on the back foot by so far and
0: like, what, if, what if you're yeah. onto something Josh what if it is just like an expansion of Game Pass or something like that where they're like look what if they find a way to make your Xbox 1X the thing you need you know what I mean like find a, get, find a way to get people to get a 1X if they yeah. want to upgrade um, and find a way to make the 1X comparable to what PS5 is doing if they could find a way to do that that would be kind of a interesting it might not be a flashy thing but what if there was a way for them to do it hmm. creatively I, I don't know what the answer is I'm just saying, I feel like them rushing out making a system is—it's hard to imagine, right? It's hard to imagine.
2: Well, they—they—they they, they were making good strides like last year, where they were announcing that they were acquiring all these different uh, development teams yeah. to Studios, start creating yeah. all these exclusive games. So yeah, I yeah, mean, if we it's start year now. That's
3: a good point. Yeah. Maybe we'll hear yeah. something about that at E3. Maybe they're kind of doing some new collective project with all these companies, like whether mm-hmm, it's you mm-hmm. know putting them, like, doing an exclusive deal where all their games exclusively get released to Game Pass first, kind of like Epic Store has with some games now. Yeah. Maybe they'll go that route. Who knows? I think that
1: would yeah. be a good thing. I mean, they they've they done that with a few games here this last generation where with timed exclusivity, which I think is really... I'd much rather see more timed exclusivity, um... To try to push you towards one system than another, that way people aren't missing out, and then also there's a huge incentive. I mean, think about having to wait a year to play a new Tomb Raider game, like like happened this last generation. um yeah. I think more more deals like that could start making Xbox a really attractive prospect again.
0: Well, that's a good point. What if they're what if they're just like, hey? Go buy a PS5 if you want, but you're not going to have these five amazing games, and we are. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, the yeah. software, if they can well, get yeah, exclusive exactly. rights. because, to...
1: like, at... Sony won that exclusivity, or, like, the, the, the you know, the first party, or not even first party, but, like, the exclusive titles by so much this last generation. Um, yeah. But, it's starting to kind of... They, they, I say by so much they want it by three to zero. Like, come on! Uh, it's the score was so low on both sides here that I don't think it would take an awful lot for Microsoft to pull way ahead and become the system you need to have.
0: Yeah. Well, if you look at it like the uh, if it's three to zero, if you look at it from the playing yeah. field of uh, PC not being uh, being equal, because like for people like me that. Yeah um let's put it this way a lot of games that are on xbox are obviously on you know pc as well but they're still they still feel exclusive if you're a console gamer like for a while cuphead you couldn't get that on anything but xbox um sea of thieves for example pc Mm -hmm. and xbox um so there there is a lot of stuff like that but it is pc too but yeah that's an interesting point It'd it'd be cool to see what they do I'd like to say I have a good prediction, but I just don't. I, I've never... I thought about this for hours and I was like, I, what would I do if I was in their shoes? Because I, I used to listen to a lot of interviews with Phil Spencer and from Microsoft and uh, and, and Xbox, and he was saying that he just loves having a, a console. He just likes the idea of coming home and just having the ease of a console, right? So I don't think that they're going to get away from console games like everyone thinks they do. Um, yeah. So it's it's interesting. It's... It's gonna be fun. So, and we're gonna see in just a couple days. There's gonna be two or two days away from that. We're recording this on a Friday. That'll be Sunday uh, for the timeline for people. So we'll know. Um, mm-hmm. And then, as far as some of the other studios here, um, and I'll have Fish kind of pull up uh, some of the, the listener questions just to have them ready. Um, there's, of course, Bethesda is gonna jump in. I, I wanted to watch that one with you guys. And there's a lot of other studios, SquareSoft stuff like that. The other real big one, of course, is Nintendo. Um, Do you guys have any big, like, Nintendo thoughts or predictions before we go into this? Assuming, you know, we just got the big Pokemon Direct that we'll talk about later. So it would appear that, unless they're just having people playing Pokemon on the Treehouse show floor or whatever, that that's not going to be a centerpiece of their Direct, so.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the big thing is that the leaks about their upgraded hardware are going to be announced. Uh, Like, I'm I'm sure they're going to announce what the changes are to the upgraded switch whatever they end up calling it if they call it anything different like but i i think we're gonna switch get plus. all the information on that
0: i um, thought it was downgraded i thought they like took stuff out of it to make it cheaper
3: no so there's like there's supposed to be two different models there's one where it is downgraded to make it a cheaper more accessible and then there's another one that's more powerful um oh really supposedly huh. supposedly those that's a weird,
0: weird way to do it too. <laughs> Here's a crappier version of the Switch and a better version of the Switch. How much money oh. you got?
3: Well, the crappier version would have version. They can better They just release it life.
1: without a dock and stuff like that for everyone who wants to yeah, play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that they charge you like that's 50 actually bucks smart. For it. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. they could give you a an introductory model for significantly less. That's essentially just the same hardware, but just without some of the stuff in there. Well, and my that wife certainly wants fits one... their
3: business model because you yeah. look at all the DSs, all the different line of DSs they had. You know, they had entry-level mm-hmm. DSs and they had high-end DSs, so that would yeah. fit their business oh. model.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, my wife wants to get one for Animal Crossing, and I would rather get her the cheaper version because uh, she's really mad that I won't share my Switch with her. I'm like, fuck no, it's mine. I'm not going to share this fucking thing with you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> A fucking fight over this system. But we're
3: married. Ugh. It's just dumb.
0: <laughs> We're both of you wanting to play What's the same damn mine? game. Ugh. I'm not going to fight over it. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm not going to buy a whole other system. Like, We're even playing Animal Crossing at the same fucking time. I'm not going to fight you for time. It's, it's stupid.
3: Ugh. One of us Why, has a podcast to do. Oh. The other one doesn't.
2: Oh, that doesn't mean she can't play video games, Shay.
3: I bet she's always said stuff like... What? She's not paying the bill with her voice. The bills with her voice. She don't got mm-hmm. nothing to say.
0: I'm not really paying the bills with my voice yet either. One day. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: giving Morgan too much credit here.
0: I'm adding to the bills with my voice. Let me tell you. Um, I will. Sh- <laughs> yeah, I will. Sh- she always says stuff to me like, "I bet Fish would let me play it if I was his wife." Like, yeah. This fish is too fucking nice. She says that? <laughs> Just as a joke, because she knows fish is so sweet. Oh, Aww.
2: Yeah, I'll send her my Switch.
0: Yeah, you would, too. <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> Just for that Close. comment. Um, okay, We'll take it, though. Sure, send it on over. I'll give you my address, and uh, we'll take it. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, that's, that's probably true, Josh. The, we'll get the update. <laughs> they, i gotta think they're likely uh, here's my prediction though i got one prediction for you guys i think we're gonna get the announcement of the next zelda i think we're gonna get the one that's gonna follow breath of the wild hmm. breath of the wild was what in the making for five or six years and that came out two years ago right so i think we'll at least get a teaser trailer for the follow-up to breath in the wild that's my it's my one prediction that i think we'll see um you guys think that's crazy possibly i
1: can, well, well no yeah. i can see it they n- normally announce those really far out just historically yeah. Yeah. so like i don't see why they wouldn't but i also feel like they don't need to like i feel like they can get by with the new hardware announcement and with they they've got a i mean they've got pokemon to focus on if they wanted to give us more information about that which i'm sure they're going to do because it's nintendo they did essentially that last year um, focus on stuff that we already knew about. Um,
3: they also had
1: all the studio shakeup stuff going on with Metroid Prime, mm-hmm, giving yeah. us gameplay of that would be amazing. Showing, oh hey, like we've we've got everything kind of straightened out. We know who's doing what. This is the progress we've got so far. That yeah, that's that would be a really cool announcement from them. Showing, hey, this thing that everyone's been worried about all this time is much farther along than you would have expected.
0: Yeah. Um, well, they said they had to start from scratch, though. That's what worries me. Because they started from scratch. I don't even know how they'd have anything to show yet. But I mean, they could get there. I don't know. I mean, yeah.
1: Since that announcement, it's been what? It's been like... Six months? Six months. A little more than six months since the studio switch up. I think they could definitely have something to show. If Maybe if not gameplay, at least they should at least have some sort of trailer for it um as yeah. a possibility yeah, but so
2: but that's that's one thing that they can't fuck up though i mean there there's yet to be a metroid game on the switch and like that's a big property of nintendo at this point like they real they really can't fuck up you know the debut of a metroid game on the switch so um i'd imagine that's going to be something big and i think there's actually a kind of a fervor growing for that game at least for me Mm-hmm. Because, like, at this oh, you point... A, like... you have a
0: fervor growing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta have that guess... checked out? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm feeding the You need the to you keep your fervor trimmed. <laughs> there's there's really no reason to let it get just kind of overly bushy and out of control. Just keep that fervor trimmed.
0: <laughs> you got a fuzzy fervor?
1: <laughs> hmm <laughs> Yeah.
2: But, Sorry. yeah, they, they should have uh They should definitely <laughs> announce something uh, with metroid um yeah and 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 the thing with like zelda is i don't think they should maybe rush that maybe in a uh i don't know i don't know if they should do it this year or next year announce as a, a new zelda game because they do have that yeah. uh link's awakening coming out oh and, yeah we'll probably yeah. see something on
1: that yeah like a release yeah. date on that I would think. i'm sure we'll have a release date yeah. on that because it's supposed to be this september year, this
0: year. Did they
1: say that? I can't remember if they gave us a month or not, but I know it's it's supposed um, to be this year. But I'm sure we'll have a date at E3, and kind of like probably, like yeah. I was leading into with the uh, the Metroid. That, like I feel like there are other properties that people are have not, not not so much that they've been looking forward to it more, but they've just there's been a ton of talk about it online, uh, like Animal Crossing. Give was a release date on Animal Crossing please, the God, internet will please. go insane like I feel like they've got other oh, yeah. other properties that they could push along with the I mean for example they could release the you know tech specs for the you know different models of the Switch and mm-hmm. hey they're coming out the I same day want. as the new Animal Crossing game um, smart yeah something like Buy that one for would your be wife. amazing <laughs> like that would be amazing for them
0: um so yeah yeah man and I've, i'm done giving a uh, guessing a 2d metroid because every year that ends in sadness except the one year we got that weird 3ds one so yeah the remake I'm of two, two that was yeah yeah samus just, returns yeah yeah just, it was no. like every year it was like mm-hmm. 2d metroid 2d metroid 2d metroid and then we finally got one and it was like nah, whatever yeah all right I see what you're doing, Nintendo. Um, th- there's got to be something Animal Crossing footage-wise, right? Because H- if you think about, it, that's supposed to come out this year. We don't have a release date, and there hasn't even been a screenshot of that goddamn thing. Not one uh-huh. fucking screen. So that, that's probably that's in my top three things I want to see the most because I grew up with Animal Crossing, and it's been so long since I, you know, and I, I think about everyone in my family, my wife, my even my mom gets excited about asking me like is there a new animal crossing yet like it's like there's so many people i know that are ready and they just yeah i it's just been so long since the the 3DS one uh, and the 3DS one was still in many ways an iteration of the other um the original game um but the 3DS one was still what 10 years ago something like that um mm, i might yeah. that might be
2: a little it, it came out on the DS actually Yes. No, the regular DS, not the 3DS. DS, one. Not the
1: three. New Leaf is a 3DS game. Mm.
2: Oh.
1: I'm pretty sure it's a 3DS one. game.
2: I think I think I, Fish is only, thinking of I Wild World. A, yeah. No, that might no. have been
0: the Yeah, I'm here, pretty I'll look sure it up right now.
1: New Leaf came out around the same time
0: the 3DS released. Yep. Um. It Okay, I'll give you a date right here. It says New Leaf came out on November 8th, 2012. Okay, so I was a little off. Uh 8 years. Seven years. seven years, November. Yeah, so I guess
1: 8th, not sorry. around the same time, but you know, close seven enough years. to it.
0: That's a long time, seven years. Mm-hmm. And you know, in many ways, New Leaf was an iteration of the original Animal Crossing. So, anyways, that's that's a big one for me. What's up? What's uh? So let's do the personal stuff before we get to the listeners. So I'll start with you, Shay. Um, what is? Let's say let, let's start with like a dream thing. So let's start with a game that you don't think is going to be announced, but If it was, this was the one that would most likely get you out of your seat, uh, excited, crazy. Let's just go for, like, the fantasy thing. The thing that would blow your mind the most, but you think that more than likely, realistically, it probably won't happen. What do you got?
3: I would want a new Mass Effect game that would kind of just skirt over the fact that Andromeda happened. And it would kind of be a continuation of the trilogy um, in some way, shape, or form. Or if it you know, that's that's too unreasonable, an HD remaster of the trilogy. One Mm. of those two would be like my highly unlikely to happen, but I wish would fucking happen. Um I think, you know, so many people were hyped for Andromeda and it was such I don't I you know, like I didn't really play it, so I can't I can't speak eloquently on it. I know You know, a lot of a lot of the uh, whisperings and whatnot. I heard that a lot of people were disappointed with the game. Some people thought it was harshly criticized, but you know, it didn't really live up to the trilogy. I would like to see them kind of right that ship and, you know, be like, all right, we had one stinker of a game. Let's get back on track because Mass Effect is such an amazing series, and so many people love it uh, that I feel like it deserves. Like if they're going to continue to make games for that IP, that they should make a better one than Andromeda. That should not be the one they end on. Um, but if I mean if they are not in the uh, market for taking risks and making a new one, just HD remaster the old one, build up some goodwill, and go forward from there. You know, it would really, (laughs) it would really please a lot of people to have that on the new generation of consoles, whether it's the PS4, Xbox One, or they do kind of like that hybrid release where they do it, PS4, Xbox One, and then mm-hmm. PS5, and then the other new system.
0: Just yeah. to get
3: more exposure. Well, you know, I, like, those games are so beloved. You know?
0: The shitty beloved thing is forever. that they're still busy course-correcting Anthem for a lot of people. That uh, it's.
1: I think they're not <laughs> course-correcting Anthem at all. From what I've heard, they've stopped putting any development into it. Really? Yeah, oh, which yeah. is garbage, because <laughs> mm-hmm. the game was good, there were a few issues that needed to be fixed, they had this content you know, plan for the next year, and last I heard, they basically intended to do almost none of it, uh, because it got panned hey, so hard.
3: Which one? Yeah. Which one was it? Oh, not that much, yeah. Anthem, Anthem
1: really yeah. did get panned. And yeah, we actually it, thought it yeah, it got it way more hate That's, than it des- okay. than it, yeah, deserved. it did. It, it was did. a really solid game that just had not enough end game and a you know, a few loot it's problems. Some loot to get issues. Tweaked. Yeah, yeah, it had like, loot weren't, issues. Like they were it was just just stuff that needed to be tweaked.
0: Um, well and i i wasn't really into the story either but i did like the gameplay and i thought the world was kind of cool like i enjoyed it it didn't blow me away but i was like this is like it was so fun to play like just flying around and i remember we were higher on it than a lot of people were at least for a week or so Mm -hmm. but i mean like fish i think fish is a good example of what happened to anthem because the fish was hot and heavy with us for a week and then he just dropped off a cliff and then he started talking shit on it and there's just the whole thing so if look just look to fish for that Critical
3: consensus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, going just going back really quick, if if they do this Mass Effect trilogy HD remaster, I think they will build some of that goodwill back. I mean, yeah, people mm-hmm. are going to be like, what's the catch here? They're still going to have a wary eye, but it mm-hmm. would be a step in the right direction for them to right the ship, so to speak.
0: And that would be EA, right? Because they're tomorrow, so that has to be EA. I believe so, yeah so yeah okay sure that's was. your that's your dream game fish dream announcement scenario is a remake of final fantasy 8 oh <laughs> yeah that a, boy, that a boy that'd be
2: awesome <laughs> i mean we're, we're in the age right now where bomb. yeah if it, we're in the age where everybody's making their remakes now and they've been doing really well as, as far as like um Playing on this nostalgia of people and gaining pretty good sales and everything, I think Square Enix would do good with Final Fantasy Eight fans by uh, making a remake of that game because at this point, like it's it it hasn't released on the Switch. I don't think it's on the PS Store as far as like one of those uh, classics that you could play on there. So. There, there's really no way to really play that yeah. game in this current uh, generation, and for them to co- have some way to, you know, put that game out there, give it a HD, you know, remake, or or just go the Final Fantasy VII remake uh, ordeal um, would be nice. But I don't see them doing that. That's just yeah. me it could, wanting hey, that. It's a dream. Really it's a dream read. announcement. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. It's funny. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's that's tangential, I was actually thinking about that this week, because when I finished um, Final Fantasy XII, I ended up putting like 50 hours into it, which is pretty impressive considering how busy I've been lately, but it's because it's portable, you know, and I wanted to yeah. go, I was like, man, there's uh, the three or four Final Fantasies I would love to go back and play, because I either missed or didn't connect with me, I would really be interested in playing with them if they were portable. Like, 13. I'd like to give 13 another shot. Or any of the weird sequels of 13, but I don't want to sit down on a console and play them, but if they're on the Switch for a cheap price, I would do it, right? Um, 6. Uh, I would love to go back and try that if it was portable on the on the Switch. Yeah, or... the, uh, mm-hmm.
1: the 8 one is a weird situation because I don't know if you two are aware of this. The reason why 8 hasn't been ported to absolutely everything, like all their other games... Is because apparently they don't have the source code anymore. Like it was lost. So they have to remake it. it. Well, so, they, like well, the only it. possibility of us getting it again is, like Fish said, remake it. A from remake. The up. Like they'd yeah, have to, yeah, yeah. they'd yeah. have to code it from scratch. Code it from memory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they can obviously go back and look at their games, yeah. get everything right, the same, if right. they wanted to do that. But they would be starting from scratch as far as coding.
2: That, yes,
0: yes. And that does make it difficult, but not impossible.
2: Mm-hmm. So. That would that would make a very good that's experience, what they're doing though, was... as far as, like, a development uh, goes. Like, if they could just reference to the old game and, like, have, like, these nuanced ideas of what they want to incorporate in the game. Maybe well, that's change what 7 is.
0: System. 7 yeah. is just a complete right. remake from the ground up. You know yeah. I mean? It's... Yeah. So, but, I mean, God, can you imagine that? It would be, like, another eight years down the road. <laughs> fuck Mm, it takes him this long to get seven i just don't trust square's ability to produce things in a timely manner no
2: it's so sad but i don't know i don't know what's up with that that publisher now nowadays like
0: that's weird it's weird i mean they were cranking out those ps1 final fantasies man and they were great they still they were cranking them out like a year apart. I don't know how they did it. Um. Okay. Uh. Tangentials aside. Tangentials. I don't think that's a word, but it sounds nice. I'll play with your tangentials, fish. Um. Fish is gonna run through some listener comments, and we're all gonna go round robin here and say, uh, whether we think we'll see it, yes or no, and whether we want to see it, yes or no. And we'll we'll try to do these pretty quick because there's a lot. Okay. But it'll be fun. Um. Okay. All right, Fish, the power's in your hands.
2: All right. Uh, Captain Hawk says, Breath of the Wild prequel. Final Fantasy VII Remake date slash release and mm. Sony showing up to E3. Sony showing up to E3. Hmm. I don't know about that. <laughs> they just show up. <laughs> surprise! Yeah. Surprise. We said we just weren't going to be you here. Can... We're here.
1: Well, I was going to say you couldn't really surprise everyone because, you know, they've got to have space to actually... Show everything, but they were like in a different building last year, so who the fuck knows with Sony?
0: Yeah, so yeah. no, they're not going to be there, but I'm going to say yes yeah. and yes because that's basically my prediction, uh, to some degree.
1: A prequel would be interesting playing a game yeah. where you know you lose at the end, yeah, that would be interesting. That would be I a would really like cool way. take. Mm-hmm. on uh on the oh, Game. That's
0: my that's my dream game. You play as Ganondorf. <laughs> <laughs> You'd win you a game was a prequel where he flash. played as Ganondorf. Yes. Doesn't doesn't he get banished by Ganondorf? At the end Never
1: mind. You're...
0: Oh, sorry, I must have lost you. Yeah. I don't really know how he got trapped in his little banishment in his little cube thing, his little banishment cube. But um Yes, that Danish prequel, Macube. prequel, sequel, it's something related, it's the same thing. So. That would be cool, yes. I would like that. You guys got do doing the game here. Do you think we'll see it? Yes or no? Boom, boom. Round Robin. Oh.
3: Mm, I, no. I... No. I don't think so. Okay.
0: Alright.
2: The Black Lotus says, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics HD Remake. Will we see it?
3: Hmm. No. Oh. As much I don't as feel as like I we will want to see one. tactics games aren't popular right now.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, I don't think not. like
1: I, yeah. It doesn't feel like they've gotten a lot of traction on all the different remakes they've made of that game. Um like it's been released on a few different consoles now and it just never seems to have a big splash even though it's one of the you know essential games for, you know, kind of that literacy of the medium it, you kind of need to have played final fantasy tactics it just doesn't feel like there's a big outcry for if, it at all
0: if so. they remade it with like new visuals with that art style it would be amazing but yeah i would love to see it don't think i'll, I'll say love to see it yes don't think we will see it no yeah i don't i don't
3: yeah I, i'd be Same. worried it'd be super chibi if they remade it too no they
0: well Matsuno's involved and he was the one but i i don't think they would make it chibi i i would they not i I think they'd have. respect In the original for it.
1: game, everyone's head is literally half their body already. Oh, no, You'd no, make it not no, pixel art, no. and it already is, Chibi. Don't mm. you put
0: this on me? It is
2: very borderline. Yeah, I can see that, Josh. Yeah.
0: Art in that game is beautiful. It's like that. Um, it's like the art from like Vagrant Story and and Final Fantasy XII and stuff. I just, I just don't think they would disrespect it like that. So, I hope not. It'd be horrifying. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't see them doing that oh, maybe on the that. switch. Maybe they'll bring it to the Switch. That'd be nice.
1: I could see that. They've put it on handheld to consoles support, yeah. multiple times now. So yeah, I could they just, see that. I don't
3: think they need an announcement to bring it to the Switch either.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if it's announced, I think it'll be announced for the Switch, but I don't I don't see it being there.
2: G says Fable four. Well we see it. At this E3. Yep. We will. It's gonna,
0: yep. Yeah. It's going to be a Fable remake, and the answer is yes. Yes.
3: We're going to see it. I don't want to see it. <gasps> oh, you don't want to see it. I'm not going to see I'm, it either. I'm
1: going to give a hopeful answer and say no. No, it won't be there. Well,
2: yeah. I'm going yeah. un- <laughs> un- to predict so, that it's going to look
0: Along the same amazing. lines as Shay, just
1: slightly more upbeat. <laughs> no. No!
0: <laughs> it could surprise us. We could see it and just be like, damn, that looks really good.
3: Well, man, like, I've talked with you guys, the second one was not great, the third one was not great, Mm -hmm. the HD remake for the 360 PS3 era, it was a solid game, because it was the original, but it had so many bug issues, and Lionhead Studios didn't even fix them, Mm. unless they really, really, really overhaul Final or Final Fantasy, Fable 4, (laughs) and really just... Like you said, Morgan, before, they really make good on all the promises that they had made with the original. Yeah. I like I don't see any... For me, there's no hype there whatsoever. Well, there's, there's so the much good. Shit. I, I saw some people online getting really hyped yeah. that it's like it's been leaked, that it's going to be announced, and I was like, how the fuck is anyone excited for that series at this <laughs> point? So. Well,
0: I think they're excited because the idea is that it's not going to be a Fable 4. I think the idea is that it's going to be a reimagining of the first one, which was great. So that sounds interesting to me. A Fable 4, not so much.
3: Yeah. That's yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: Bye, fish. Go faster, fish. Faster. We have many.
2: Ducky, Ducky one one nine two says agent. <laughs> what the fuck is agent? I don't know. I don't know what agent. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no agent. Agent. Ah. Hey Delunker says either a Majora's Mass S sequel for Breath of the Wild or Final Fantasy X3. I don't know I where. That. Yeah. X3. I don't know mm. what that is.
0: We're not going to see a sequel to Titus's stuff anymore. <laughs> what you mean, Titus's story the... <laughs> no, <not laughs> is the. No. Titus' shit is done. Yeah. Maybe they're a Final Fantasy X fan and they're just praying. I think yeah. Titus's story is done. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: X. Ex- well, no. It is done. Like he was kind of a ghost in two, and, and less, yep. unless Spoiler unless alert. three is how Yuna got her groove back, which I would be one hundred percent on board with. <laughs> <laughs> Shujin. I don't, I don't. Yeah,
0: just look up I, Shujin from X two. I'd be
3: cool if they brought X three, but if it was like a completely different game just to piss off all the fans, mm-hmm. like in like you know you have Final Fantasy ten, and then x you're playing as. The, the three ladies, but X3, you're going to play as Kimari as he tries to run a clothing shop. And basically, <laughs> it's just a store owner game. That's yeah. X3 right there. Uh, I would just not. Just completely that out of left field. Has nothing to do with X or X2.
0: Titus is back, but he just looks really badass.
3: Titus is he back? Sound like. <laughs> He's come from an alternate oh. universe, and how he talks is the whole time he just does that terrible laugh. That's his whole dialogue, <laughs> the whole game. So he, it's how he ah, communicates. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. It's almost like the Kawhi Leonard laugh. <laughs> that was Somebody not the Kawhi laugh at all. But
2: <laughs> I can't do it. It's, a, it's Blitzball. It's just going to be Blitzball.
0: Oh, no. I'd be
3: cool with that. Online. <laughs>
0: Gaming and drink. Mo- oh, what? Go ahead Go, 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 go Come I'm on, sorry. we gotta
2: fly through this You keep fucking gammering on over here Woo! Uh, Gaming Woo! and Drinking Woo! says Super Mario Galaxy Switch port Hashtag Pipe Dreams I say yes
1: Let's bring that
0: hmm. Get it, Pipe Dreams I
3: don't mm-hmm. know
1: about that one specifically Sure, I'll say Yeah but- <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool for them to expand the virtual console they've got on there, which is currently only NES. Start putting SNES on there. Start putting 64 yeah. games on there. GameCube games. That would be
2: nice. Wii yeah. games nice. seems
1: a little out there, but possibly. Like if if they wanted to, if they wanted to start trying to compete at all with Microsoft on the whole, you know. Have our subscription to game sort of thing. They're not doing it with the NES games, even though they've got a lot of good ones on there. People <gasps> just don't care enough. But if they they expanded could finally that,
0: announce, they could, could, could finally cool. announce the Super Nintendo game thing. They could finally announce the Super Nintendo games on the on the store because they they haven't done that. Like you know how they have the Maybe. NES, they have that NES thing that you can um, if you're yeah. if you subscribe to Nintendo Online. yeah, yeah, yeah you that's, get, that's what I'm all, saying.
1: Like if they just increase that. Give us SNES 64.
0: Oh, like, man. Yeah, because...
1: Cool. I think that would be a really cool thing to do. Just have... Let, us, let yeah. us play all their other consoles. Somehow. Yes. Just put emulation on there. I mean... Just, yeah. I Somebody else has already done it. Just go download an emulator and put it on the <laughs> Switch.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that'd be great if you could play, like, 3DS games on there as well.
1: Yeah, because it's basically the first console that you could play any of the DS games on the 3DS games on outside of that so
2: mm-hmm.
1: well uh, easily so
2: let's see here WJ Dan Danilo says a new Splinter Cell or Advance Wars I'll take a oh. Kingdoms of Amalur
1: trailer
3: hmm
0: Ah oh, yeah Kingdoms of Amalur trailer I think they're speaking our
1: language there Morgan
0: I think they'll yeah I think I'm gonna see that what was the other two uh,
1: Splinter, Cell? Splinter Cell and Advance yeah. Wars. I feel yeah. like Advance Wars has a space now because Wargroove did so well. Like people yeah. are people it's would possible. be interested in. Mm-hmm. I don't seeing that.
3: Yeah. I don't know how good uh how popular Splinter Cell is, so I can't really comment on whether I I kind think of feel that like that is IP
1: is internet. basically dead at this point.
3: I I think I think there's like a de- dedicated cult fan base. I would like to see it, but mm-hmm. for them to announce it at E3, I feel like people would be like
1: yeah. Okay. Well yeah, exactly. Like I not think in a root following pick... there, but Okay. As far as like I've not heard anyone talk about Splinter Cell in years. Like it just doesn't right. come up. I just don't feel yeah. like the the you audience know, is really there anymore.
0: I don't know. I don't know if I think I think I could I can see it. Yeah. I could see it. I I'm on board with the Splinter Cell thing just because okay. it feels like it's time. Feels like it's time for a really special Splinter Cell game. Um which is crazy to think that people would get really excited seeing a Splinter Cell trailer because it's not like Sam Fisher's the greatest character ever, but I think it's been so long that people would be like a little bit nostalgic, like "Oh shit!"
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: And plus, Ubisoft has a conference that so they got a fucking they got their own fucking press conference, so yeah. Who knows? I'll I'll be the one guy to say yes. I'll say yes as well.
1: I don't know. I don't know about yes to all three, but I'm I'm I think. The odds that one of those could show up, is yeah, goodish.
2: Epidemic says Blaster Master, please. The first one. He wants a he wants a Blaster Master. I
0: have no idea what Blaster a new Master one? is. Didn't they release a Blaster Master on Switch? I year? they did. Year? Yeah. I think isn't they did. That yeah. re- isn't that a remake or something? I think it. Uh, yes.
2: But he's saying he wants the first one, so.
0: He wants more blaster!
2: Uh-huh. More blaster, more blaster more master. my
0: master! Mm-hmm. <laughs> two years ago. It was two yeah. years ago, yeah. Master blaster is the <laughs> Oh, never mind. <laughs>
2: yeah, just stop right there. I say, say yes. Let's make a Epidemic's dreams come true. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, we've made your dreams come true! Wow! It's the power that we have. Mm-hmm.
2: Stage select start says a sequel to Eternal Darkness.
0: I'd like we to see that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we talked a little bit about that. Um, I don't think we'll see it. Came out I feel like there's
1: another series Thank that's kind of dead. Just, just That because, one's too neat. Like, I'd like yeah. to see it, but I also. I, I don't think we're going to. I kind of. I have similar opinions to the... Yeah. Yeah. I don't see it, but it'd be nice.
2: Okay. Uh. Sirith uh, Higgins says a virtual console with Ocarina of Time and Jor's Mass. Uh, I think Josh cool. already hit that and yeah. said that he yeah, wanted to see was... that yeah, just ex- so.
1: expansion of the virtual console yeah. would be great because it's not like they haven't done it before. It's just right. they didn't bring it to this new console, which is absolutely the most perfect console to ever have all these old games on. Mm-hmm. Like, Without a doubt, I would go back and buy everything on N64 and GameCube if they'd let me just yeah. to have it on the Switch. Like, come on, guys. It's like, I would absolutely love to see that sort of thing. Yes.
2: the Gamer says, Sukuden 6 or Breath of Fire f- 6.
0: No, um, no.
2: Too small. They uh, Yeah, both of those are. Uh, hmm. I mean. Sekiden is a has a pretty cult following as far as like hardcore fans for that, but
3: I could see Sekiden being one. I, I I think a lot of people hold that series in high esteem, so
1: I
2: kind of yeah, yeah
3: I could see that one being hmm. announced.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I've, I'm kind of feeling like that's almost in line for a reboot at this point because a lot of people do hold it in high regards, but I also feel like it's been long enough that
2: they can start fresh.
1: Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Yeah,
2: Yeah. red blue blur says, uh, "Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes." Hmm. It's.
1: I don't mm. think we're gonna get any more remakes. Just.
0: I don't think so either. Until until after the new Pokemon,
1: just yeah. Well, they've got a formula. They make a new game with a new engine for all their Pokemon games, and then they remake an old game using basically all the tech that they just made so they can get more money out of all the work they just did. And I kind of feel like we're going to get a new Pokemon game on the Switch and then a remake of something old again. That, that's, that's, that's been their MO for so long now that mm-hmm. I just don't see them announcing a remake of a Pokemon game right now especially after the whole you know pikachu and eevee yeah
0: that felt like the year. last one like they could I, really tap i mean they've mm-hmm. tapped that remake well so damn dry not that i don't uh wouldn't like to see it but it's just at some point they can't remake every single one of them you know what i mean and they almost have i think that's the only one i mean at that point they're remaking x and y which are basically you know 3ds games and it's just i, I get where you're coming from but i think to answer their question better i think or their hopes i think they'll see a lot of the pokemon they loved in the new pokemon game hopefully and maybe that'll make make them feel better about that
3: that's um, fair i think i think the route they should take is they should remake sword and shield <laughs> you know they've announced that they're making it i think they should announce that there's going to be a remake the following year
0: what's the what's the third spin-off going to be you Now, there's always like a a crystal or a a yellow, like, sword, shield, and what, flail? Sword, shield, <laughs> dildo. Oh, no. Well. What about... Oh. I'd like to see that yeah, lion. I bet you would. That lion? <laughs> that lion looks real... This tail
3: looks real weird. Well, I mean, you look at... You look at the last one, which was sun and moon, they just did ultra sun and ultra moon, so they might just do ultra sword, ultra shield, which would be yeah. lame as shit, but... I could see them doing that. You Maybe. can't
0: predict how weird they will. One more fish. Let's let's get a zinger here. Pick a real good one. A zinger.
2: Mm. <laughs> keep on.
0: Can you keep doing that while you pick, please? That's quite a zing. <laughs> keep keep singing.
2: Keep on singing. <laughs> oh i like this one this is a personal favorite of mine but corn space is a new point blank game for vr with the vr gun
0: yeah mm. yeah that's a personal mm. favorite for you as somebody who won't buy a vr headset?
2: That'll make me buy a VR. Really? I okay, right I'm gonna down. hold you to that.
0: Writing hold now, me right to now. it. Hold me to it. Okay.
2: Point blank. I'm gonna hold you to that point blank, blank range. Oh. Um, All right. So
0: the silly light gun game is the one that gets fish to buy it. All right. Mm. That makes sense.
2: Nothing silly <laughs>
0: about it. It's a fun ass <laughs> game. Hey, nothing. There's nothing silly about. There's nothing wrong with being silly. Um. Cool. All right. Well, that's pretty good. Uh, if you if we read your comment, I hope you enjoyed our discussion. Um, I want to say in summation here, if there's anything I just wanted to wrap up before we move on, uh, the one thing I didn't get to mention, because I was asking guys about your dream things, I totally forgot to mention my dream things. So if you don't mind, I want to say I that my dream... I do mind. Well, we let's, got, we let's move on. Mind. Let's get out of here. <laughs> um, I was going to say my one dream game that I don't think I'll see will be a Tomb Raider remaster. You guys know how much I would love that. I just think there's too much drama there, but with the Spiral oh remaster... Yeah. Imagine if you could
1: actually see what you were doing in that
0: game. Yes, yes. But I still want the tank controls. I want all of it. I want no, all I, that
1: No, I'm, I'm mm. completely on board for tank controls. If they just made you just a texture pack for that thing would be massive. Just allow, allowing you to <laughs> like see thing- what you're looking at.
3: I would like them to HD remaster everything except her pointy boobs.
1: <laughs> That's the one thing just they leave them. stay the same, <laughs> just as they were, perfect as God uh, yeah.
3: intended them. <laughs> That's right. But everything else want... <laughs> is remastered.
1: I just want my. You know, that sounds like literally the best case scenario.
0: I just want to isolate that clip of Josh saying, "I'm all I'm on board for tank controls," and just make that my ringtone. Mm-hmm. I'm on board for tank <laughs> controls. Um. Uh, I the quick things I jotted down was that would blow me away. Animal Crossing this year and a date with gameplay. Cyberpunk surprising everyone with a release date um, confirmation. A new Donkey Kong game, uh, which I don't think we'll get. No Man's Sky release date and the third piece of the uh, No Man's Sky. Beyond thing. They have they've announced the two parts to it, but they haven't the multiplayer and the VR, they haven't announced the third piece. I think they're saving that for E3. And I have a new Final Fantasy as well. Like a real Final Fantasy game. Those are my dream announcements. Um with Mm -hmm. context. So is there any other announcement you guys were hoping for or predicting or anything that you didn't have time to mention that you'd like to say? If so, please
3: speak now. Cyberpunk release date. I think you said that already. I want that. Um I want I know Outer Worlds comes out very soon. If there's any more hype to be put into that, I really want to see that. Um Yeah. I would like to see some more on the new Elder Scrolls. I don't know how far along they are in the development process of that. I don't see Something it. would be nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't trust see them it really to make getting anything much... well anymore. Oh come on.
0: <laughs> come
3: on, why Josh, would you at doing... this point? Uh, he's right. He's right. But I mean, that's for me. That's kind of the last hope at this point. Yeah. If
1: that's if, like, if they can do something to turn that around, that would be really cool. But I'm gotta just, be it. I'm
3: just not feeling it from them anymore. No, I mean, you were never really feeling it from them too much for a while now, if we're being honest. But like me being the yeah. Bethesda fanboy that I am, yeah. If they don't, if they don't nail Elder Scrolls Six. I think a lot of people are going to sour on them. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah, I think I think we will have to like they're going to have to do it right. They're they're really going to have to do it right. Well, and, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's
0: going to be the one most think, anticipated games of our lifetime, so they can't fuck that up. I don't know about
3: our lifetimes, but definitely the next generation for sure. So, we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see what happens. I I hope that they hit it out of the park, though. So, I hope that they have a little bit more to reveal at E3, but that's it. I mean, other than that, not uh-huh. expecting much, and I'm. We'll see what happens. Oh, and Dead Space 4. Yeah. I forgot about that. I know that's never going to happen, but somehow, magically, the studio gets back together and they make Dead Space 4, which is very similar to the original Dead Space. Yeah, and right that's after, oh, and right after
1: announcing dead. that they're dissolved, they just magically come back
3: that's right Uh, it was all a ploy for me uh, and only me
0: i Mm. i am really looking forward to watching those conferences with you guys because they're always a lot of fun microsoft in particular crushed it last year it's like an hour and a half of just questions being answered and then bethesda is, is, is as much garbage as they went through they they had such a good press conference last year uh and and Nintendo as well, like yeah. as I, like it's it's that's easy amazing to forget how that. good
1: the press conference was and how yeah. bad everything they released was.
0: Well, and that that's the interesting thing because now they have to sort of cover up um the damage they did while also getting people back on board again. So I'm really fascinated to see yeah. what they got. I, th- I bet we'll see a lot of Doom, some more stuff on Doom, which is interesting, and then something big to get people yeah. excited. Maybe they'll have footage of that um, that Star that uh, sci-fi thing they're working on. Um, Star fuck. Why is the name Starfield? Yeah, Starfield. Yeah, maybe that will be the thing that they have be some cool. stuff
2: on. Yeah. I uh, I'm excited for to hear more about uh, Halo Infinite at this point.
0: Um mm. Oh yeah, we didn't that was a poll I did as well. Like everyone thought there's going to be some gameplay. It's like 60 got to give us so.
1: something other than just a name. So Yeah.
0: They have uh, to. I bet that's how they lead the show. I bet that's how Microsoft opens their conference. Oh, that's
1: cool. got to be their opener or their closer. Just to get Dude, people. I
0: remember Halo Two. Whenever that that ten minute thing dropped back in the day, that was like one of the biggest E three moments ever. I was reading about some of the biggest E three hype moments ever, and that first Halo Two trailer, where oh man, where they were showing all those new enemies and all and the sword and all that stuff. Like at the time, that was when Halo was was huge. That that was one of the coolest, most fun. I must have watched that like thirty times as a kid. um Of course, E three was different at the time. It was even bigger than it is now, you know, but. Man. Halo Infinite. You know what's interesting about Halo Infinite? As excited as I am and as curious as I am, Destiny right now is not really in a great place. And it's I in a really good they place. S-
1: they just announced it going free to play. Yeah. They, um, so you, you, you just can finally that, yeah. get all the expansions that were supposedly good, which may actually get me playing it again because I wasn't going to go out and give them another season's pass worth of my money just to play right. the expansions that didn't suck ass but i really wanted to play them looks like now i can and well if they can turn that into some sort of cosmetics purchases along the way i i see that being a nothing but good for them at this point
2: yeah the the online multiplayer uh shooter genre um right now just seems to be there's, it seems like everybody's gunning for that spot with Fortnite right now, and Fortnite just has been dominating as far
0: as like just yeah. staying
2: on top and holding so many people's attention as far as in that game goes. Like,
0: but it was Destiny. Remember, remember, we did all those yeah. shows where it was mm-hmm. like Destiny was the influencer. Everyone yeah. wanted to be Destiny. You know, yeah. the Division, and all those. And now yeah. it's like, even those games come out in the Division. It's like, eh, the Division. And like, they're they're fine. They're good. They're successful. But it's not like the Mm -hmm. thing anymore isn't that weird how fast mm -hmm. that turn
2: yeah and it seems like everybody's now trying to shift gears and like kind of copy the Fortnite route of going free to play so uh i mean but bungie's doing it with destiny 2 right now so i mean they're they're trying something they're trying to shift No, that's good for them yeah 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 Yeah.
0: i didn't know when free to play that's news to me holy shit i didn't
1: know yeah they just announced that right before Mm e3 here they're doing free-to-play, and also still it's not cross-platform, like. but they're gonna have... or cross-play, but you can... it's cross-save. Like, you can use your Bungie account to have a single save for anything, so, like, you could... <gasps> yeah, so I could bring you, my
0: PlayStation account over to can my Xbox? You could move your PlayStation oh, account over to Xbox nice. to play with friends. Okay. Like, you couldn't play from cross-platform yet, which yeah.
1: still would be really cool if they eventually added that, so, like, we could play, you know, they PC should. and Xbox together. Yes, but yes. you can... Move that same file over and like go to another console to play with someone else. So it, yeah,
0: they're doing a lot that, of really yeah, good oh, things. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. It's it's in okay. Let me rephrase really that. It's not. as in a bad place. It's just not the phenomenon it once was. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: They just want to return back to their former glory. It just, and I'm all for they, that.
0: Yeah. They just want people to play their game. So yeah. And I think it it's I think free. it's heading that way
1: <laughs> with uh with just opening it up so. People can play together how they want to, and yeah. you know
0: that. Story.
2: What if what if Halo Infinite's like that? It's free to I, play, right I, from well, the beginning.
0: Oh wow, mm. they, that would be mind blowing. Like yes. I don't think that would happen because that doesn't. But like that's I don't an see interesting what
1: they do that would work that way, really. Unless 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 they had just like well. Well, think about it. They'd All have the to Xbox... change so much for it to work like that. Like. Um, mm.
0: Yeah, it would feel gross. Well, we, we're going to talk about Dauntless later, and I can tell you right now, it's it's a fine game, but it feels very free to play, and that's kind of a gr- like you can just feel it, and all it's like just this gross feeling everywhere. <laughs> <It's>,
1: <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. like I you mean, need to be so terrible. careful not to click something and accidentally buy <laughs> fifty dollars worth of you know mm-hmm. it's digital just, currency. It's
0: everything. It's in the art. It's in the menus. It just has that feel to it. Mm-hmm. It's just hard. It's it's nice. It's hard to uh, explain. But uh, okay, cool. Uh, okay. Well, that's it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, do I would say don't miss our twit miss our Twitch streams. But by the time this is posted, you will have already missed them. So <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Uh, except for maybe one of them. Possibly. We'll gonna... see.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nintendo will still be around. Yeah. Uh, I mean,
1: I could try to get this done on Saturday, but... Well, I yeah, maybe we get could get this
0: finished. up a little earlier than normal. Yeah, yeah maybe. instead of... Yeah, yeah. We can see. Well, People can listen to our E3 shows while they're watching the E3. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an overload of information mm. just being thrown into
0: your ears. Speaking of overload of information thrown into our ears, uh, we tried to wake up this week to watch the Pokemon uh, direct um we tried we tried didn't work out for all of us failed uh i mean look it (laughs) was uh the the glitter emporium it was a long night the glitter emporium for fish and his alarm you slept right through the alarm so (laughs) it's okay it's all right um but i did a quick little stream for people it was actually tough because i was trying to do it by myself so i was like turning my phone which is filming me on instagram live to see the tv in the background and i had to like watch the tv through my phone like you would look at something in the mirror and it was it was kind of difficult but you know i got the got the job done and i went back and watched the pokemon direct later so here's what's interesting about this the pokemon direct launched before e3 and i think the reason why they did that is because they wanted to just get the info dump out um yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) too much glitter in his ears he couldn't hear the the alarm Just
1: couldn't hear that alarm (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Uh uh, (laughs) but um the interesting thing about it is I think they wanted to get the info dump out so that the E3 could just be about them maybe playing it a little bit, showing some people stuff. Or maybe not at all. Maybe it's going to be a little more secretive. Maybe they have something else they want to really focus on. Um, Nintendo's kind of weird like that. And hopefully it's not a case of last year, as much as I love Smash Brothers where they just yeah. talked about Smash Brothers for 30 minutes. Yeah, like minutes. they announced was- it beforehand
1: and then showed us everything they announced during E3, which is what I'm worried about here with Pokemon this year. But-
0: yeah, I don't really want uh, this is just the right amount of spoilage I have. I'd like to keep it here. Um, but, you know, one cool thing about our podcast, because I listen to a lot of the main gaming podcasts out there, at least of my favorite ones. And there's the interesting thing about that is there's not a lot of Pokemon um, conversations to be had. Oftentimes, I don't know if it's just because there's a lot of people that think Pokemon is still for kids or just certain segments, people that grew up with it. But it's, it's strange how little Pokemon talk I get from a lot of the podcasts that I listen to, which is why I'm happy that we can provide some of that. This will probably be our last big Pokemon info dump until, you know, the games come out later this year. But yeah, so mm-hmm. the, the big, the big stuff they announced, I want to get you guys' thoughts on this. Uh, what do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about the Dynamax thing? Um, cause I initially <sighs> thought it was kind of, kind of silly uh. and basically <laughs> big Pokemon. Tell me about big Pokemon. Ugh.
1: That's the dumbest thing they've ever released on there. And they had beauty pageants in Pokemon for a generation or so there. Like, hey, they've... <sighs> Come on, guys. Hey, like, this is yeah. literally the worst idea you've had.
2: Kids like to see their Pokemon blown up to gigantic portions. I mean... Big Pokemon energy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I, I kind of share the same thoughts as you guys. Like, I'm not... It just seems like this weird kind of gimmick type of thing, but I do like the idea of getting together with friends online and like doing raids against them. That may be the allure of actually, you know, yeah, yeah, going up against them. But like the actual thing you're fighting, is... because there, it,
0: there it, could there could be a legendary, and we're like, well, Josh and Fish and we have to get together. We can't take this yeah. thing down, but only one of us gets to catch it. So it's that cool, like hmm. like when you were a kid and you do a raid and only one person could get the. The rare weapon that dropped, you know what I mean? So you roll on it or whatever.
1: Yeah, I think there's a way to make it work, but I just, yeah, I'm just, I'm really not feeling it.
0: Well, they
2: they were also talking about like you only get a certain amount of uh, Dynamax um, powers for your Pokemon for fighting the Dynamax. So there is, it seems like there's a bit of strategy there. Um, you can't. Three just turns. Some... They
0: come out. They come out for three turns and then they're gone. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh. Well, no. Yeah, that's how long the Dynamax lasts for your Pokemon. Yeah, but like, yeah. Uh, which Pokemon you choose though in the raid, like that's kind of crucial as far as like what you're fighting and everything. You don't want. to
0: Oh use yeah, the raid the, the raid, the raid, the raid Pokemon that are huge stay out. They stay that way the whole time. Yeah, it's a different thing. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah it's strange. So
0: yeah, it's it very strange. I will say I've come around a little bit on it just because the cool thing about that they do in Pokemon is they set them in like a a specific setting like. There was, a uh, Gen 5 was, like, supposed to be kind of New York. X and Y was kind of their version of, like, France, if I yeah. remember right. And and this one is sort of, like, mm. London, Britain. And the cool thing is they're doing, with the arenas, they are sort of based around, like, almost like soccer arenas. And they look like these giant football arenas, which I think look really cool. So the idea of having these giant Pokemon behind you, like, whether they're holograms or whatever, this big bombastic thing, um... I th- I think it's kind of cool in moderation, just because they're going for this large scale arena thing. You
1: can yeah, you can fight a giant Tupac.
0: Well, <laughs> 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 Is that you gonna name your mm. <laughs> the name your oh, Gengar man. Josh Tupac? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm coming kind of around a little bit on it, but I like the whole stadium vibe they're going for. It's very large and bombastic, and instead of like these tiny little gyms that you know it's always been centered around. So. Hmm. feels very feels very epic like there's this big stadium in the middle of the world that everyone goes to because you know overseas the soccer is the biggest sport in the world and they're really trying to. it seems they're going for that sort of a feel with the pokemon tournaments or a football as they call it um i think that's cool i think that, i like that
3: um yeah. plus the idea I, of having it i'm just curious ahead, how try. it's gonna i'm just curious how it's gonna affect competitive play because you know the mega evolutions had such a drastic change on the way competitive play was played um like whether or not they were included uh same kind of like whenever they introduce new legends you know you have to kind of revamp the rules there and it's the same thing i think with uh these giant pokemon how is that going to change the competitive landscape i think that's one of the big possible things that we haven't really talked about but i i don't it's, it's going to depend on, like, how a giant form affects the stats, you know? Yeah. It would be kind of cool, like, I well, don't see them yeah. going this route, but, like, if a Pokemon goes giant, then instead of having just one, one-on-one, you're able to throw a second Pokemon out there. So it's two against one, like, two against a giant Pokemon, you know, something like that, but it, w- it obviously won't go that route. But it's going to be interesting to see how, in terms of mechanics, how it's all going to work. I think that's
0: well. I mean, yeah, I agree. It's
3: go- where it's where it's going to affect the competitive play.
0: Yeah, and like you're saying, Shay, for the raids, it's kind of like that. But yeah, for the competitive scene, I don't, I don't know. They're usually pretty good about bouncing. The interesting thing is like imagining. I was looking at some of the pictures and like. The scale of the Pokemon sort of adjust accordingly because like a Dynamax, uh, Gyarados uh, or Gyarados as we joked about last week would be <laughs> talking about the name of Gyarados. Shay, how do you say it? Gyarados or Gyarados? We need you to weigh in on this.
3: I say Gyarados. Hmm.
0: Gyarados. Okay, man, we got another one. <laughs> do we? Wait, let's let's get them all. Sounds you like say we Gyarados. A consensus. But you say Gyarados. What do you say, Fish? Gyarados. Okay, what do you say, Josh? Gyarados. Okay, I say Gyarados, too. So we're two for two. 50-50. I mean, all know that me and Fish are the most literate people here, so... <laughs> Let's... Lately. Mm sorry it was important shay but i was looking at the scale of them in the gyrodos it's still huge but they kind of condense it because obviously it can only be so big right but like a weedle you could like the thing that it could grow huge and it would just be comparable seeing a giant Weedle and the giant Gyarados, right but i like the idea of You're like thinking about
3: a... it all wrong we need a <laughs> giant magikarp just flopping out around mm-hmm. there doing nothing just a massive <laughs> magikarp
0: well that's what that's what I'm saying. I like the idea that maybe Fish could take a Pokemon that's not great. Like, may, let's say he has a, a lowland Marowak, which is okay. And But if he uses it in the right context by making it giant, if its stats go up, it can be a comparable thing. Like, if they can make certain Pokemon a little more viable by going uh, Dynamax, that could be interesting. Um, because, you know, they're really good at balancing the whole world, but there's still some Pokemon that are just useless. Which is, is a shame, really. Uh, But the biggest thing that's interesting about it that people seem to be chiming in on our Instagram page about that I agree with is, (laughs) yeah, well, we can have a tournament here before Mm -hmm. the new one comes out, Josh, good luck, Um, is that uh, they're finally going a little Breath of the Wildy with it. So there's an area called the Wild Area, and it's not the entire game, but it's a large portion of it. Uh, from traveling to places in a large portion in the game itself where the weather changes, the environment changes, and Pokemon just roam the world freely. You know, uh, Gyrodos are swimming in the uh, in the lakes. Um, you can see uh, a Tyranitar bristling uh, through a sandstorm. Um, it's sort of that dream we always wanted of seeing the Pokemon in the world interacting and living. And that seems really interesting. Uh, do you guys have some thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, they need. It needs to be in Iron Man mode. So if one of these Pokemon just murks you, you're done.
0: That's it. Yeah.
1: I don't know.
2: <laughs> Permanent death for your Pokemon.
0: It's true.
3: When a Dynamax Pokemon defeats your Pokemon, it dies. You have to. You have to consume it. As <laughs> a trainer. Eat it. How do I eat this Onyx? I that's not my problem, motherfucker. Your Pokemon died. You gotta eat it.
0: (laughs) Your Pokemon's dead, eat it. Um Okay, well, I don't know where you guys are taking this, but I think that looks really cool. Uh I wish it was the whole game, obviously. I don't I don't know why it's like 75% of the game, it seems like. But the thing that's interesting is not just because we finally get to see Pokemon in this living, breathing world, but they said it's going to be changing maybe like day-to-day. So like gives you more incentive to be like, fuck, I need to go check out that area today to see what Pokemon are out there and stuff uh, based on the weather and the circumstances. Kind of,
3: kind of back mm-hmm. from Gen 5, yeah. From uh, Black and White. That's cool. I, you know, to kind of jump off that, I feel like a lot of the announcements um, at the Pokemon Direct, whatever you want to call it, announcement, uh, were... I don't know. For me, they felt kind of mostly lackluster. It, uh, like some of the new Pokemon are cool looking, what? Like some of the new abilities in the new Pokemon game are interesting, but like Pokemon Sleep has no interest. I have no interest whatsoever in that. And I like the the Twitter sphere was all all hyped for that, and I was like, I like that's cool. I guess. I mean, it's cool because the PokeBank. That is one thing that is super cool. If they manage to make that as effortless as it sounds. Like, getting Pokemon in your sleep and then putting them into your Pokebank, that is pretty cool. The potential is there, but I I was surprised that, like, Pokemon Sleep and Pokemon Go weren't just one connected game. Like, why Pokemon Sleep wasn't an added feature to Pokemon Go, you know? I I didn't understand that, but it's a different company, which makes sense. The one I was really excited for was uh, Pokemon Masters, randomly. Like, I don't think anyone else is hyped for that, but I'm actually really hyped for that. Just a random mass game where you can play as or against trainers past, present, or future. I thought that was pretty cool. It's a nice, like, touch of homage. So, I'm excited for that. I was gonna say, I don't know why
0: you're diverting here, but I just remembered you weren't here last week when we talked about these.
3: Yeah. Um...
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's that's true. That's fair. Got to get it off your chest. There there were some weird announcements but like a lot of those I'm curious to see what they are, but yeah, it's hard to get excited for for anything. They don't really we don't know a lot about them. You know, there's true. not a lot of information. True.
3: Yeah, but sorry to go to go back to the main point. Yeah, it'll be, I'm reserving like because last last set of games I got way too hyped for and kind of ruined it for myself. So this this set of games I'm really just trying to Not read too much into what's going on. Not spoil too much for myself. And I kind of like that they're not spoiling it like last generation. They spoiled fucking everything before the games even released last gen. Or this, yeah, this last gen. And I think it really killed a lot of the hype for those games. Um, It also generated a lot, but it also killed a lot as well. So for these ones, I think they're kind of being a little bit more reserved with how much they released so far. And I think that's a, for me personally, it's working. So it'll be interesting to see what's coming.
0: I just think the context of like, when you think of what ultra, cause I agree with you. I, I, I have trouble even finishing ultra uh, moon and sun. Um, and that's weird for me, but I, I just feel like the context of thinking about, you know, how late in the generation cycle that was how weird those games were on top of it um it just felt like a very like the most middle step they've ever had whereas this feels like such a being on the first home console for them um both visually and just what they're going for with the world and some of the other changes and it just seems a lot more ambitious and interesting so um so fish you've been quiet i mean what's your takeaway here um like give me your give me your clothes give me your thoughts on this uh did you watch all the direct stuff did you watch the trailers the news anything uh yeah i watched it um when you got the glitter cleaned out of your ears Mm -hmm.
2: i did i got that cleaned out with a little q-tip and some alcohol got it right (laughs) out uh the, the the legendary pokemon looked all right the sword one looked badass i like the way he actually holds a sword like a wolf with a sword in his in mouth, his mouth. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool and the shield one just looked very
0: goofy having a face for a yeah <laughs> that sword but, one's gonna be a fan favorite you can already tell people are gonna oh, go nuts with yeah. that thing
2: i'm very curious about that um yeah they're they're wolf-like and um i think they the, the sword one's named Zamazenta, and the shield one's Zakia. Zakia. Zakia Stupid
0: names.
2: Yeah. yeah, they're kind of weird. Uh, I do like Corviknight, though. That black crow
0: Pokemon. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's Yeah. Like, travels cool. you around and stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He looks pretty cool. I'm curious if he's going to have, like, an evolved
0: form or not.
2: If he doesn't, that's fine. I still, he looks pretty cool
0: did you enjoy seeing that Tyranitar um cruising through the sandstorm? Of course. That was <laughs> the best part of it. Man, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. Yeah. I saw somebody shaking a tree in that demo too. Be oh, shaking trees. Really? Now. Yeah, it's really? animal crossing. You can shake trees oh. for stuff. Cool.
2: Well you could sh- you could headbutt trees in uh Pokemon Gold and Silver to get
0: Pokemon. Oh yeah, I did that for out. hours. I try I was trying to get a shiny I remember I don't know what shiny Pokemon I was trying to get, but I headbutted a tree for like five hours straight and I never got a shiny and I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? I never... <laughs> it was sad. Uh, well when uh, I first
2: played Pokemon Gold, like that was one new feature that I didn't necessarily catch on till I actually got the move headbutt on one of my Pokemon and realized that you could use it on trees. And mm. the first tree I used it on, I saw a new Pokemon, and that new Pokemon was Heracross, who is one of my favorites of all time. So, that's cool. It yeah. Some, yeah, it was just a magical moment what? of like finding this new ability, using it, and like getting this new Pokemon that I fell in love with instantly. So, so, that, man, yeah, that's cool. I'm, cu- I'm curious to see how they handle that as far as like the open world in, uh Pokemon goes, like. If they're just going to be like wandering around, like I may not actually like that to be honest. I may not like as much as like that's kind of been our dream, like having a 3D world of Pokemon and seeing the Pokemon wander around. I don't think they're necessarily, those Pokemon are necessarily going to be as interactive as I would want them to be. If they're just like wandering in a circle or pacing back and forth in a certain area, well, that may not be as exciting yeah, to me.
0: I agree. You don't want it to feel too mechanical, you know. Yeah, it's Still, it's yeah. still better than random battles. But I agree with you. If they're just like, it, like in the in the Let's Go Pokemon um, Eevee and Pikachu remakes, those Pokemon are just mm-hmm. wandering around. It's like a clusterfuck sometimes, and it is. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I I hope that that's not the case. Um. Like, and it gives me a little hope because, like, the gyrodos is, like, peeking out of the water and stuff, and if they're really leaning into those elements, like the trees and the environments, I hope they do some stuff with it. Yeah, I hope so, too. It's cool. And the only other thing I had written down that I thought looks kind of... Uh, other than 60% of our audience really wants to get down and dirty with Sonya. Yum! Um, who... <laughs> yummy, yummy, yum! Um, they... The main like uh I don't want to say antagonist, but the main like Pokemon uh trainer for that realm is like this guy named Leon who has a, a Charizard. It seems like he's sort of like the alpha trainer there. Uh and it's kinda cool. It's like this main guy one room.
2: Yeah, he's like the they they put him as like the champion of the
0: region, I think. Yeah, he's undefeated. the champion
2: of yeah, he's, yeah, he's undefeated and he has a son who is apparently a rival.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. So that looks pretty badass as well. And the game looks really pretty. So yeah, it's 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 man, I got so hyped Josh took off. I was gonna tell him about this because he was banging on the Pokebank. I got so hyped for this the one day I was watching it that I went and downloaded the Pokebank. Um, it was cause it was only four ninety nine for a year, and I got all my old legendary Pokemon like and all my old like shiny Pokemon, everything I've done for the past like ten years of my life, and I moved them over into Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, so that we could number one have our tournament and number two, um, I could bring them over to the new games when the time has come. And um, I got to tell you, I hadn't really done the Poké Bank in a long time, and it was only five dollars for a year, and it took me like ten minutes. It was super easy. I just logged in. Uh, you tr- you literally have a box in the top screen and a box on the bottom. You transfer them over, and you can literally just see your games right there in your console. So it was super easy. I got every Pokemon I've ever had that I wanted into the newest version of Pokemon. So I'm ready to go. Ready to take down Josh's Eevee. Take down Fish's uh, Scizor. Take down Shay's Arcanine, whatever it takes. Uh, I'm ready to get my first win against you guys. Number (laughs) one. It's going to happen. I'm ready this time. In the past, I've always been cutesy. Like, I'm going to try and make this Pokemon cool. I'm going to be real out of the box. You know what? This time, I'm not fucking around, all right? I, I don't think I could partake in this.
2: Why? I don't have a 3DS and I don't have
0: Pokemon Sun Ultra. What happened to your 3DS? I don't have it anymore. No, but what happened to it? Don't tell me she took it. I t- Honestly, I don't have it. It's obviously gone. Oh my god! <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I'll talk about that later. I don't want to talk about this right now. <laughs> um, I'll
1: mail you some testicles tomorrow. <laughs> oh no.
0: Use a Dynamax on. <laughs> um, speaking of which, uh 85% of our audience said Dynamax does sound like a penis enlargement pill. So, congratulations on all the jokes that'll be heading your way Nintendo. Does it
1: It sounds like a failed 80s technology.
0: No. It It sounds like like a failed 80s technology. It's it's
2: that one title, or that one splash screen that they do before a movie Dynamax. Well. And it shows a big old honking Pokemon growing real big.
0: That's not as funny as a sexual enhancement pill. Come on. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Dynamax. Speaking of which, I did find a Dynamax, a real product called Dynamax, and it's like a, a caffeine supplement of some sort, like an energy supplement. Oh, interesting. So, but yeah, I got some oh. photoshops in the work for promoting the show, that's for sure. Um, Anyways, it's going to be, stay tuned with us, we'll hopefully have a big tournament, I don't know how Fish is going to be involved, but we'll see what we can do. Um, And then, of course, that'll be dropping on November 15th. Don't want to miss it. Also check out our Instagram feed for a lot of great updates, including that Dreadnaw magic. Uh, and I have this really cool post going up on my on my personal Instagram uh, tomorrow probably about um, some lost Pokemon from Pokemon Gold and Silver. Um, we've also been playing uh, lots of games here, and let's start with observation. This is one Josh and Shay have been dabbling in. Uh, Shay dabbled and Josh has dabbled it to conclusion. Say. Uh, brought it to climax. Um so yeah, Josh, uh, how are you feeling? I, I guess are now... good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew I knew you wouldn't need that Dynamax. Um so how do you, how are you feeling now that the credits have rolled on Observation, which is the horror game uh where you, you're an evil AI and it to set is it up, uh...
1: good. Good, good. Like it's a sci-fi that actually has a sci-fi ending like this is it's the end of the game is good like it leaves you with tons of questions but not like they didn't answer anything like they answered everything and you have more questions type of an ending um which nobody does game endings well like i'm like i've I've complained about this before but they nail it um yeah i really enjoyed my time with uh With this game, Um, as far as the story is concerned, um, I've had some issues because I've been playing on PC, and it is a just bad Uh PC port. Um, They just use a controller, don't even attempt to do it with a mouse. Um, And they have good reasons. Like, you're controlling... Something in you know completely three d space it's hard to even really kind of grasp the where you are at any given time um and so if you had you know mouse and keyboard, it would just be really hard to keep track of where you are, so they just they basically have a pretty hard cap on how fast you can turn and stuff um it just it doesn't work very well with mouse and keyboard um On top of that, though, they have some UI issues. Like, most of the stuff in game is fine, but like, just the menus themselves. I need to send you a clip I took the other day of a, like, in the options menu when I was trying to set stuff up. They had basically a red outline around a tick box and you'd switch between them and it would slightly darken a tick box whenever you were on it when it was the one that was selected not a lot and it it really looked like it should have been something that got brighter when you selected it like oh. just it just yeah. stuff wasn't communicated well um just like just Basic basic u i stuff that they got wrong in the menus, and like the game itself was yep. great, but like when I first turned it on, I was scared, I was scared <laughs> based off of how poorly just basic basic shit was gotten
3: wrong, like yeah it, um yeah i feel I feel that like I had some issues with the u i as well, um because I play on a smaller screen um that's part of it but i felt like some of the text was super super small so i'm squinting at my tv i like i'm even mm. putting my tv closer to me than i normally do when i'm gaming or watching tv yeah i'm pull, pulling closer and i'm still squinting and trying to figure out and it's kind of the same thing with the colors too there are some puzzles that are based on colors and you're trying to figure out what you're yeah. highlighting or which like which color that you want you want to highlight oh, and i was having some of those issues as well And you know, I kind of, I kind of related it to, like, to, to I guess make peace with it in my own mind. I kind of thought of it as like, there's all these overwhelming menus, and I bet you that's what it's like to actually be a computer—is you have like all these complicated menus and stuff. So maybe that was a purposeful personal choice, and for me, it was something as as a matter of getting used to. But at times, it definitely detracted from the experience of playing as a computer weirdly enough because i feel like you know i'm sitting there trying to figure out how to manipulate these menus figure out how to operate Mm -hmm. within these menus but the the limitations of my human body are preventing me from playing and immersing myself <laughs> as a computer because of these UI issues. Yeah. Um, so it almost took me yeah. out of the experience of, at times. It, is, if that's It takes like, a while it's to a weird, kind of get there. such a weird thing.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. They definitely do that at the beginning. They slowly kind of allow you to access more and more systems on the space station. By the yeah. end, you get to the point where you can access any room and any camera in it and then be looking from it. Um, and you have, like, a map um that you can just open up and immediately move to one of them from that you just you have to get used to using um mm. and it's really cool once you finally like by the end of the game you should kind of have it down and it feels really cool to like have somebody be talking to you uh telling you where there's an issue or something you, know, you need to go here do this fix something like that and by the time you're getting there um like there's <sighs> There was an issue on the space station you lost a bunch of, you know, bunch of computer damage, you don't have all your memories is kind of the the setup for it and it kind of feels yep. like that as you're learning how to be this, you know, station's, you know, uh AI again. And by the end you feel really good at it. Like someone will be talking to you and it doesn't quit the conversation. Like people will keep talking to you while you're in the menus and looking at like the map and different systems, diagnostics and stuff. Um, and you'll be able to like flip around from one camera to the next and kind of go to different sections and do what they're talking about while they're talking about it. And it feels really good. Um, as, just like as, as an overall experience.
3: Um, it's It's definitely interesting operating as that computer at times, you know, there are times where i feel it's fun and it's certainly a unique experience and then other times i feel so annoyed yeah. with the limitations of being a computer you know i mm-hmm. i struggled i struggled at times you know like it's it's a love and hate aspect of the game going outside of the space station cuz you're like cool mm-hmm. like I'm actually seeing something other than a sterile environment and you go out and it's this beautiful and I don't, I don't know if Vista is the right word, probably not, but it's, it's like nothingness and then whatever you're looking at in space, you know, I'm trying to avoid spoilers here. (laughs) Yeah. It's whatever you're looking at in space and it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And whatever you're next to that environment actually changes each time you go out of the space station. But, when you mm-hmm. have to do things outside of the space station, actual missions, actual puzzles, um solving things, it's such a pain in the ass the orientation of what you're supposed mm-hmm. to be doing out there at times. It's interesting, it's fun. I, I really enjoy it, but at times just the navigation is not the greatest. And yeah. You know, the, and that's I feel maybe like... that maybe that's what it would be like being a computer. Mhm uh controlling this little sphere going out into space trying to solve puzzles maybe it would be janky and clunky just it was there are times where i was just getting frustrated because i'm like i have no idea where i'm supposed to be going yeah. i'm i'm in a 3d a- axis it's not just x and y it's also z that i'm operating in and i got to figure out this minuscule place of where i'm going in an area space that looks vastly the same on a space station that really doesn't have any key defining features to memorize. So uh, it was a small aspect of the game, but I felt like there were times of that in the game where the environments are so samey at times that it was difficult for me to progress to the next step. But
0: well, I, I gotta tell you guys, as someone who hasn't played it yet, um, all I've heard so far is like several minutes of bad things. Um, no, but, I true. but I know you. what i I'm just saying is, about I, the I know things. you don't. I know you don't mean it that way. It just sound because they're they're interesting. Um, it just <sighs> okay. Maybe 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 it just perceived it that way more than it was. I, th-
3: I think that's what you're perceiving because there's a lot. There are a lot of good aspects about this game. The pacing of the story is for me. It w- it worked really well. I think yeah. it was very well paced. Um, as you he- hit each puzzle. Um, and you complete the task, and you go to the next step, it feels like a living, breathing world. Like, you know, you are this computer, and the the AI, or not the AI, the computer-controlled characters, they feel like they're doing stuff outside of whatever it is you're doing. It feels like a living, breathing station. And because of that, it has really good pacing. And I loved that. The pacing was very well done. The audio mm-hmm. was, um, it's not exceptional, you know, the, the, the audio production isn't exceptional, but there are times where it is really good and it shines, you know, when you go out of, yeah, some of the, some of the when actors you go are out better of the, than others, but yeah. Yeah. When you go out of the space station, there's certain music that plays and it creates this, this feeling of vast emptiness and, um, just this, this perception of, being ominous and i loved that you know the, like there there are just certain areas where the the audio and sound production are very well done and then other times where yeah. it's you know I, it's all right i will the, say that, one that, thing that. i thought was oh,
0: interesting from oh you're fine uh, one thing i thought was interesting from like the i watched like the first hour of it trying to get a feel for the game and one thing i think that's interesting that they're trying to do to compensate for probably a budget is they they took the time to really render a couple. I, you guys have to tell me if it stays like this, but it, it looked like they took the time to render a few environments and characters, and then the way they sort of use like the grainy film camera and the angles and stuff. Like when I first was looking at it, I actually thought it was real. I was like, "Whoa, what is is this real footage or is this?" But it was just because they were using a nice mixture of. Sort of like, mm-hmm. um, f- almost like found. footage. I know found footage sounds like a dirty term, but that's because it's a lot of like security cameras and stuff like that, mixed with um, just high resolution uh assets and using interesting camera angles. That when I first saw it, I was like, "Whoa, that actually looks like real!" Until of course, yeah, they start moving around. Yeah, and
1: yeah, and that actually that like Shea was mentioning the small text, and I feel like that's something that between the greeny cameras and small text that they do to pull you in more, to, like, make you get your kind of squint at the camera. Like, what what am I looking at trying to, trying to figure out what you're reading yeah. sometimes? Yeah. In order to pull you in closer, like, what, what am I looking at? There are a few puzzles like that where you'll, like, find. Most of the time, it's, like, you'll scan some text and it'll just be there. So you can read it more easily, but there are a few puzzles where you're looking for something in the world, and you have to like read text in the world, and then with the grainy camera and stuff like that, you just you end up really just getting drawn in and just trying to see every little detail of this world. Like, oh, maybe there's a post-it note here. Maybe someone put something on this message board in the public space, yeah, trying to yeah. figure stuff out. Um, and those sort of moments really pull you in and make it it makes the horror work like it's it's not really a horror game in in like the sense that a horror game would be it's almost more of like a really tense horror movie more so than like what you think of as a horror game um and it, it does that really well by like you're saying just making you feel like you're looking at something real kind of from a distance, but like it just pulls you in, in that way.
3: Absolutely. I'd agree with that. I wouldn't add anything to that. I think you said it perfectly. So it's about five hours
0: long. Cause the, the one reason I was kind of hesitant on buying it right away. And I think I'm looking for it on sale is that I saw it was, um, pretty short and it's like 30 bucks right out the gate. Um, you said you finished in about five hours or so, Josh.
1: Uh, five or six. I'm not sure exactly. There's no time played on the Epic thing on uh, on PC, so I'm not sure exactly how long uh, I played it. Um, that it would have been right anyway, because huh? I paused a bunch of times to you know go like help my kids and stuff. So, but yeah, it was around there. It was about five and a half ish hours. Okay. So,
0: yeah, it's. It's so worth thinking about. I mean, that's I wish mm-hmm. I wish it was nineteen ninety nine or 14 or fourteen ninety nine or something. You know what I mean? It's it's tough. Well, it was on
3: sale I... for half of that. It was on sale for fourteen ninety nine when it dropped immediately online. Uh-huh. Was it really fourteen? Yeah, oh, damn. Like, yeah, Josh even <laughs> yeah. Josh even said that to us. Fourteen
0: ninety nine. my God on yeah, on Yeah, I got PS4? it half off on Epic. Oh, uh, that wasn't on PS4. I don't
1: know about the other consoles, but on the Epic Store, it was half off. Yeah, I yeah, think it that's wasn't half off it.
0: on console. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not touching that on PC. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's that's probably why.
2: All right,
0: sounds cool. Sounds mm-hmm. like I, I'm gonna play it before the end of the year for sure. I want to. Um, I just I guess it was tough to tell how you guys were feeling it because. There was, like, well, interest, but there you didn't sound like... Neither of you sounded, like, overwhelming. Well, it was like, more so it, that I was just then...
1: scared going into it because there were just, like, basic issues in just the main menu. And I know that sounds dumb, but that's the first thing you interact with of the game. And I was just immediately scared as to the rest of the production as soon as I came in and I'm like, what's, what's going on here? Like, why why don't you know how to make a menu work correctly? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. It was just more the initial impression than, you know, the game as a whole. So
0: Cool. I'm excited. Yeah. Also, uh Raptors won! Woo! Woo! Okay. That's our five second game break. Um Are they the sports ball? <laughs> <laughs> the sports ball. Um Okay, cool. Now Shay, we wanted to catch up with you a little bit on that uh Neo 2, you got into that, uh, was it alpha, beta, what was it called?
3: I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's alpha or beta, but, uh, let's just say, let's just say it's a beta. Uh, Actually, actually, I'm pretty sure it's an alpha. You sound distracted. Are you okay, Shay? You sound a little
0: distracted. Are you, are
3: you (laughs) trying? No. I just don't remember which one it is. Okay, fair enough. But anyways, um, yeah, so you start off the game doing the tutorial and it's vastly the same tutorial as the first one. Actually, it was in the same location. It was almost in the same order. So it was kind of funny. I was like, I've been here before, (laughs) Uh, but that's cool. Uh, You hop in after that and they, they throw you into a level that I didn't, there's nothing like I encountered in the first one. It's largely the same game, uh, same style. You know, you're going in and you, you're defeating lesser enemies and the enemies start getting progressively harder as you're going through the level and you're picking up equipment and then you eventually get to the boss. It's, it's largely the same thing. Some of the enemies were cool. Uh, there's this one enemy. It kind of looks like a golem-type character, but what it does is if there are two nearby and you injure one, but you don't kill it, and it falls on the ground, they'll combine and make this giant version of itself, which is twice as powerful. And it still has the same speed and everything, so there were some cool enemies in there for sure. There was this like, one-legged thing that had this giant like hammer sword that would come after you. It's some really cool and unique enemies in the game. Um, obviously, they have their own strategies for beating them. The first boss uh, was a really cool boss. It's like this giant muscular deity that controls wind. So it's constantly throwing tornadoes at you, and it has these little, like, minds that it just... they It suddenly makes them appear and blow up. I'm embarrassed to admit this. <laughs> I'm really bad at these games, and I couldn't beat the first boss. I was trying so hard. And then I went to I went to go back on Monday and and play it but the the alpha had been finished so I couldn't play it anymore. So I didn't even get to beat the first boss. And I was so disappointed in myself. I was like I was trying so hard and I was getting better and better and better and I just couldn't beat it. So uh a little bit disappointed in myself, but you know, I'm like I said, I'm not great at these games overall it's much the same Well, can I, as the I first have a question one. for you then uh it's very it's very enjoyable the combat is still fantastic in the game like it was in the first one it's a lot of fun it's challenging it's gruesome i'm I'm excited for the second one to come out you know it actually it made me want to finish the first one because I never finished the first one because it got too difficult, and I just got annoyed, and I was like, "All right, I'm know. done." You know, but mm. I do want to sit down and finish the first one.
0: Well, don't you worry about that though? You say you're excited for the second one, but you couldn't even beat the first boss. I mean, that doesn't sound like a fun time. I mean, how it's kind of hard to be excited about something that punishing, you know?
3: Yeah. Well, I think I think when we play games like that, you know, like a Meat Boy, uh, Cuphead, uh, Dark Souls, like any of these games that are particularly designed to make you pull your hair out. I think they're fun in the sense that they challenge you like you have something to work for constantly. It's a difference between something like a sports game, which, you know, it's fun. You can get better at that to a point. Whereas these games, like, each time you step into the game, each time you step into this next level, it feels like you're on the next chapter of a book while you're in school. Like you're starting from, like you may have these basic core ideas, but you're learning about a completely new concept or you're learning about a complete set of new enemies and you have to figure out how to defeat them. And so you're stepping into this new situation and you have to figure out how to overcome it or how to learn about it, you know, so to speak, I'm sticking with the metaphor. And I, I like those type of games because it does make you feel like you you have something to work for, you have something to strive for. And yeah, they're frustrating at times, but that's why you get better at the games. And it, it was much the same as gaming of our generation when we were growing up. You know, like even with something like Crash Bandicoot, if there was a level I couldn't beat, I would try for a little while, and then I would turn it off, and I'd be like, alright, I'll come back another day. I'll think about this and figure out how to overcome this obstacle. And then eventually you do. And I feel like these games are much the same way, and they're predicated on that old style of gaming where, you know, you try and you defeat this area or defeat this boss or this level. You can't do it right away. Well, you put it away for now, and you're like, "All right, well, I'm not going to get angry at this game. It's just a video game. I'll come back. And I I like that style, for me. Um, It's not something I delve into on a consistent basis. So when I do get to do it, it's a lot of fun. And that's why I actually need to sit down and actually play Sekiro. Which well, hopefully I will we'll be doing say, here in the next month or two. Um, so I do need to sit down and play those, that game. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed Neo 2 I, I if you enjoyed the first one, like my takeaway is if you really enjoyed the first one, you're gonna enjoy the second one. It's much the same way, or much the same style. And the enemies are really cool like they were in the first one. And I think that it's worth at least trying. Do you... Also, is there a way you... to get
0: around... Oh, good. Yeah, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, ahead. Th- thank you to...
3: Oh, I was going to say thank you to you for giving me the game, even though it was gifted <laughs> to you.
0: <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, from Quarantine. Corn... I was going to say that... Yeah, um... Space, yes. Corn space, shout out. Uh, do, is there a way to loot your way around some of the difficulty? Because it's a if a game that has random loot, if you can't really grind your way to some cool loot to maybe alleviate some of the difficulty, I seems is there a way to kind of to do that if you're having a tough time?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. I'm not very good at those games, like I said. So you know, there are certain abilities or certain level ups or power ups that I should have taken. And with those games, with how much synergy there is depending on what you level up and what you use I'm not very good at synergy when it comes to those type of games so that's something that I would have to figure out as I play those games more but yeah absolutely uh, loot can pull you further along in the game than if you didn't have it if that makes sense
0: yeah okay cool that's what I was wondering Um. give you yeah. just enough did- of
1: that feeling that maybe it's not my fault
0: well, I like I like to be able to ground, <laughs> maybe
3: it, grind, grind way a little bit. Around I know this it. one like, was my fault, hundred <laughs> percent.
0: Like in uh, in Bloodborne, one of the nice things was even though I'm learning the game and whatnot, I could grind a little bit, get those blood souls, and it it made the game more enjoyable for me as someone that didn't want to beat my head on a wall the whole time. But um, yeah, just curious.
3: So yeah, that's fair. That's a fair question, I think
0: all right so uh how about this on the third oh me and fish played a little dauntless i thought we'd take a couple minutes there before we round up the show dauntless is interesting fish is the monster hunter enthusiast of the group you know and i'm excited to delve into uh monster hunter uh, again with uh, with that new iceborne or whatever it is um that comes if you think about i was thinking about this because the first half of the year at least for me has been kind of weak for gaming uh, but then the second half of the year looks incredible. I mean, last year, if you look at it, our game of the year was already released um, Into the Breach. You had Far Cry 5. You had uh, Monster Hunter World. You had God of War. Uh, sea of Thieves. Last year was like an embarrassment of riches, right? Um, this year, it seems like the second half of the year is more loaded with just uh, exciting games. Um, because the only two things I can think of this year that i I'm were really impressed by, at least for me, was that Resident Evil remake and, Katana Zero, um but there's still there's still the verdicts out on all, uh, some of those games. But I was just thinking about the fact that that Iceborn, that Monster Hunter iceborne thing, is dropping. I think in August and September, so it'll be right there before that fall block of games. Um, but yeah, so Fish is our Monster Hunter enthusiast, and he spent some time with Dauntless, the free to play Monster Hunter that looks like and feels like Fortnite. That's right. Tell me about it, Fish. I want to hear it. Uh, yeah. Oh it's so gross <laughs> Oh
2: they get everything everything's so wrong about this game is I understand like they're they're pretty much so I th- this is part of epic games I believe um I don't know who developed it I didn't look into it, but the the art style is very similar to fortnite like your character that you create from the beginning you get to create your own character um. Uh, which I didn't enjoy because they they are just way too cartoony for my taste and not cartoony in like a way that's aesthetically appe- pleasing to me, I guess. like They're just too shiny, but there is a character creator. You get to create your own avatar in the game. Um, and they throw you into a little bit of story, just a little, a little backdrop, but they don't really explain anything further than um you're just a slayer that's what you're called you're not a hunter you're a slayer and you just slay behemoths and take their powers you get items from them you take those items that you grind up and uh you create your armor stronger pieces of armor um which is basically you know the monster hunter loop is fighting bigger monsters grinding on them until you get all the pieces that you need to to be able to craft the pieces of gear that you want and Um, this follows the same formula as that, um, in a much grosser way though.
0: Well, it was like Uh, shocking when we first played that, the first couple missions, like it was so different than monster hunter. You literally just ran in and the monster was right there and you just slapped him for a couple minutes and it was dead, but everything else was just like monster hunter. You'd cut the tail off, you cut the body parts off, you'd run like the first vendor gave me like every piece of armor I needed from killing them one monster. But I'm assuming that the game this the changes quite a bit because there's no way it can be that straightforward the whole time that seems you know unrealistic I didn't skip yeah. it god damn it Josh Josh is heckling me in the chat I skipped anything yeah we'll talk sure. will about that later what did I okay i skipped <laughs> i skipped observation what else did I skip
1: well let's see go down my list here did you ever get around to playing Wargroove?
0: Yeah, I hated
1: it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, you said that. All right. (laughs) Let's see. You skipped the stillness of the wind. Did you get on to playing Ape Out? I don't
0: remember. Yeah, I appreciated Ape Out, but I didn't really enjoy it. But I did play it, yeah. Let's see here. Sekiro? Did you play any of that? Yeah, too difficult. Couldn't make it anywhere.
1: (laughs) Okay. Baba is you? Kill me now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got katana zero. Hooray! Let's see yeah. here. Observation: <laughs> You said you're gonna get two.
0: Sorry, fish. We had to have this argument right in the middle of our monster. Yeah, right in the middle. The heckling just hit
1: too close to home. He couldn't let it go. Yeah. Um. I, I would. Uh, I'll come with this. I'll I understand. S- that,
0: it hasn't man. been a bad year. I'll just say it's a par. It's been a par. Where last year there. was like a bird. It was like a eagle. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Maybe the beginning of this year has been a little more up your taste than mine, which is fine. I mean, sounds like you've enjoyed a lot more stuff this year than than I. Probably. Yeah. I mean, some for of the example,
1: strongest I... games in the last several years have come out so far. So
0: this year. Yep. Okay. Now, now you're just trying to get me upset. Now you're just trying mm-hmm. to rile my. F- now you're just trying to rustle my tail feathers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How about you know what, Josh? I would agree with you though. You should try that Resident Evil Two remake. Probably the game of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, Shay gave me the thumbs up. Look at that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm sure a remake will top the list.
0: It's topping it right now. <laughs> topping it. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. look at the back half of the year. We're going to have Iceborne, Pokemon, Death Stranding, probably Animal Crossing. Borderlands
2: 3. Borderlands
0: 3. I mean, that's, that's a hefty I'm missing a ton of stuff. That's a pretty hefty load. What, what else? Not excited about that?
1: So a bunch of sequels and a movie.
0: I mean, just because it's not completely original doesn't mean it's not going to be amazing. And yes, a great movie, I hope. Mm-hmm. Kojima-san's cinematic masterpiece. Um, anyways. All right. <laughs> Continue. Dauntless. Fish, it does look like Dauntless has just surpassed six million players. So, it's doing really well, but that's not surprising. I mean, it's free, so
2: yeah, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are getting into it um, the cool thing about it though is um, I will say this is it's cross play so you can play xbox with yeah computer mm-hmm. um, so that's pretty cool that you can play with friends on it who play on p c and whatnot, and vice versa um. But as far as, like, the loot goes and, like, the environments, the environments are so plain and boring. Like, they'll they'll have themes to it. Like, there's an ice area. But what you do in there is, like, very basic and rudimentary and just cuts out, like, everything that was special about Monster Hunter. Where, like, there was different paths and secret paths that you can get through um, in Monster Hunter to kind of track down these monsters and find them um whereas in this one it's just you're pretty much just thrown into an arena to fight a monster and they might as well not even let you just run up to them and find uh-huh. them you might as well just you know throw you in an arena like the arena in monster hunter where you just jump in and you start fighting on the monsters um and well and it, the environments
0: yeah. in monster hunter were so like unique and gorgeous the design yes. like Monster, of detail. yeah, it's like the fine wine of these games, so, I mean, anyone tries to tell me Dauntless is better than Monster Hunter, they're off their gourd, but I will say this, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's frustrating that the one thing Dauntless nailed was the one thing that frustrated me the <laughs> most about Monster you know uh, what I'm talking yeah. about?
2: Yeah, the multiplayer.
0: Yeah, yeah, the multi. they nailed it, it's so easy, cross multiplayer, like, it's mm-hmm. like, fuck, man. Exactly.
2: Yeah, me, me and you didn't have that much of a trouble of getting together on the same server and going out on missions together so that was a plus i I like the fact that we were able to jump right into it and start uh doing those lower level monsters and um uh, leveling up from there and getting new gear and stuff um i will say like that also the gear doesn't feel as inspiring as or as unique as like uh the gear that you get in monster hunter but it it's just it's art style i guess at this point definitely
0: not um, no well and yeah. so yeah 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 i i mean we disagreed a little bit because like i liked i thought the bosses and the monsters actually looked all right um like i was giving fish shit because the first boss you fight is this beaver i actually thought it looked pretty cool it was like a glowing <laughs> devil beaver lion thing um
2: spiky. It's like a hedgehog <laughs> beaver type of thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought it looked pretty cool, but it's just everything else in the world is pretty much, you know by the books. It's it's nice that they went with an art style, like, you know, they're going for it looks like they literally took the same assets of Fortnite. I know that's not true, but it's like startling how much it looks like Fortnite. But it's nice that it has an art style. It's just the world doesn't really shine and a lot of it seems a little simplistic. It's not like, you know, Monster Hunter is is such a loving creation of artistic talent and detail and um in mm-hmm. the music and everything it's yeah it's it's easy to take that for granted. but the the cool thing is monster hunter catching on has sort of allowed things like dauntless to exist you know um right yeah
2: yeah i i yeah that is a positive like i didn't think of that um uh, maybe you know people who get into dauntless are like oh you know, maybe some 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 of the friends that they have playing Dauntless with them will tell them, oh, if you really like this game, you'll really love Monster Hunter. And, you know, that could drive some people to go out and try out Monster Hunter and uh, get into that new expansion that they're coming out with um, later on this year. So um, that is cool that, you know, uh, I guess uh, Epic Games saw that, that there was, you know... Uh, kind of an audience out there looking for that type of genre and I'm glad that it's expanded from just being Monster Hunter to actually another game um so yeah that that is cool um I will say this about Dauntless um even though I found the world kind of dull and I don't like the art style and like the grind and everything I will say that they did a pretty good job with the monsters themselves as far as like um Uh, how you approach them as far as like in battles um because later on like i played a few more hours after you logged off morgan and played like another night of it um and got a little further and the monsters do get a lot more tougher um it's just that those first few monsters you are just you know sitting there spamming the same attacks against them and um they're not as punishing but uh, the later monsters that you do fight um they do become more difficult um their attacks are widely different and ranging and um interesting in ways um there was there was this one that i fought uh called a chromag and it's like this big like lizard lava lizard that um has different phases to it and different attacks like it'll send out a lava ball that kind of hop um homes in on you and you just have to run away from it till it uh stops it spits out lava so there's kind of like a hazard around the area um around itself so like there you position yourself in awkward ways of trying to hit it and while also trying to dodge its attacks and um yeah, they. Do. I think they do do a good job with that. Um, I'd like to see, I'd like to just like fast forward all the way to the end game and see what that's like as far as like how difficult those monsters are and how much of a team effort it, it would take for you to take them down or yeah. take them down as solo because um, I did find out that you can just queue up as solo in, into the game or with just a friend as well. I thought it was just you had to uh, queue up with random players, but um, uh, they they, they kind of hide the button too. Like, it's not uh, right there in your face, but um, I guess they, they really want to make sure that, you know, people are playing together and kind of get in that experience of working together. Uh, but you can actually play through that, uh, through and battle all those monsters um, solo. So and if that's your thing, I guess. But um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to spend much of any more time with that game. Um, I do like that it is free. Uh, and I do like that fact that you brought up, Morgan, of, you know, the, this is a genre that's kind of opened up a little bit. And hopefully, you know, that there may be more more space for it as far as like other developers getting in on it or
0: something like that. Um
2: Yeah. But who knows?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Well there's your Monster Hunter Minute with Dauntless. Um for several minutes. <laughs> Monster I w-
2: Hunter Minute.
0: I was just thinking while Josh was combating me with my uh with the games that came out earlier <laughs> <than> this year. <laughs> Still heated, no, I'm just kidding. Uh I've just realized that like a lot of the the games I've been playing and finishing there this year have just been either from last year or slightly older, because I was just thinking that I finished the Final Fantasy twelve remake, I finished Spyro remake, Mortal Kombat 11 slipped in there, which was kind of weird, the Resident Evil 2 remake, and I think there was one other one as well. So I've been playing a lot of older games, uh, a lot of Smash Brothers mm-hmm. from... Tropical Freeze? Tropical Freeze, yeah. That yep. was... That was mm. released last year, but that's really old. So, I, for me, it's been nice because this year has been slower for maybe my taste, but that's good because there's a lot of stuff that I've been wanting to yeah. catch up on. It gave me a chance to do that. Um,
1: yeah. But, yeah, we're getting they, to the they, point they, where you you cannot keep up, just period. Like, you're going to miss stuff at this point. Um, yeah. And I think and that's you know, a there's good some... thing. I think that's a good thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've been happy. I've been. It's been really like like enriching for my soul to go back and play some of these games I missed. Some of my favorite games ever. I played this year, and they were not released this year. So, um, but also, you know, this is gonna. This is like a darker conversation we have to get into. But um, when I think about the different way our tastes align and and trying to play everything, a lot of times. You know, we do miss out on stuff that we don't get to check out in the Russian. But there's some still some stuff I'm curious to get all of our thoughts on, like void blasters and, and you know, I do wanna play observation and um there's there's a lot of stuff that's that's still out there that's interesting. And uh mm-hmm. of course me and Fish enjoyed going back to the Sea of Thieves anniversary. Um Mortal Kombat did mm-hmm. not have sticking power with me. Um
3: mm-hmm.
0: at all. Uh, once I finished the the campaign, which was nice, silly fun, but it just didn't I just don't like playing that game in a competitive aspect, and it looks like shit on the Switch, so I didn't end up sticking with me. Um, but still played a lot of stuff, so I'm excited. I think the back half of this year is going to be really, really cool as well. But um, let's 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 wrap it up. I want to say thank you to our sponsor, at Sassy D Merch. Uh, great friends of ours, SassyDicks.com. They're our first sponsor we've ever had, and they're uh, awesome guys over there. And if you go to their Instagram page, at sassy d merch on instagram um you know like their pictures shoot them a message say hi give them a follow uh, basically they create a fabulous dick art for friends and family um and it's inspired in many ways by a lot of great nerdy things like smash brothers for example the way they reveal their new lineup of characters um and they're going through some uh, company changes right now as well talking with them behind the scenes so go help them grow give them a follow Give them some love at Sassy D merch. Uh perfect sponsor for all of the depraved hijinks here at Swordchomp and the Chompcast. Um, and the Low Jinx, too. Hijinks and the low jinks, yeah. mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: not, not the middle jinx, though. No, uh, no, they no. they
1: yeah. They don't they don't cover middle jinx yet. Maybe no, maybe in the they... future. But... Mm-hmm. No.
3: No. We're gonna mention maybe. the uh patreon poll before we get out of here too i do oh
0: god i keep forgetting about that
3: um you do what is the pissing me off morgan (laughs) (laughs) oh yes shay you should mention the patreon poll thank you asshole uh so anyways i'm just kidding i love you so i came up with this poll uh fish and morgan have been dueling in super smash for months fish has yet to win so, in order to influence an upset where Fish wins, we've come up with a poll. If Fish fails to beat Morgan by the end of the month, he must either make a funny, fake, suggestive workout advice video, which I personally would have loved to have seen Fish do that, but no one voted for that. Sorry, Fish. He has to try and fit <laughs> a secret phrase into the podcast that the other hosts don't know about. He has to do it three times, and it's given to him by the patrons. That got three votes. And he has to be wasted on the first podcast of July, which also got three votes. So we could either have a tiebreaker, or we could say if Fish loses, he has to do both. So while he's drunk, he has to try and fit in a phrase three times without us noticing.
2: Uh, let me just say that I I hate this question that you put up on Patreon, (laughs) first and foremost. Wow. Because it involves me losing to Morgan, essentially, to do these things. So it gives up the hope of Hmm. the patrons, if I do win. That's a victory for me. But I don't see myself winning against Morgan in Super Smash Bros, because I haven't played Super Smash Bros in, like... I want to say at least two months at this point, right now. So,
1: I can train you. I'm... We'll get you back into fighting shape.
3: <laughs> you will be yeah, fighting so we'll, fit. Well, I'll, teach, I'll teach you montage. somebody fast
1: to just dance around Morgan and his poor you know, Ganondorf. It, well, I'll, I'll you, teach you. Uh, <laughs> we can either teach you Joker or uh, Diddy Kong. I, I, th- I think we'll teach you how to dance around him with Diddy Kong and just <laughs> smack <laughs> the crap out of him.
0: Mm, okay the day fish dances around me with diddy kong is the day Oof. that was gonna be another cheap shot i don't want to do it i gotta be nice to fish today um how about this fish just pick something from the pole and just do it just concede now throw the flag up. it's okay <laughs> um, <Aww. laughs> that's true i could just that. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what you want do you really want to go through that pain again is that what you want
3: no. Here's here's the thing. Keep this in mind, Fish. <laughs> Morgan hasn't been playing that much either.
0: That's true. How do you know?
3: <laughs> I know. Actually, I know you I don't either. Because you haven't been sending us videos lately. You're an obsessive compulsive kind of person, so when you're playing a game, you send tons of videos. You're uh, right, that, you haven't yeah. been sending any of Super Smash. You're not playing it right now. Okay. Fish, this I, is your chance. Okay.
0: I'm weak, Fish. I'm like the Warriors. I'm the Golden State Warriors right now. I'm vulnerable.
3: You gotta eat, like, three raw eggs and then start playing. Bulk up your thumbs. Uh, <laughs>
2: I don't know how that would Your thumbs need to, to be roided out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Get you some swole this? thumbs. Mm. Uh,
0: um, but yeah, that should be fun. Um, we'll see how it goes. We'll see if he, uh... We'll see what happens. I'm always down for a good smashing. Love that game. Although I'm having a problem with my Switch right now where my controller, I've been looking at every time I turn it on, um uh, and then throughout using it, the... The one of my... I don't know if it's a joystick, or I have an issue where it's always, like, going up. Like, like like the buttons are always going... And,
3: uh... Right, because you have, like, Dr. Pepper 10 on your fingers as no, you're playing, and it leaks no, no. into the, uh controller
0: the amount of hate i feel on a daily basis toward dr pepper 10 i will shelter this dr pepper 10 i will take this burden to the day you know
3: someone's got to do it there's got to be one fan of everything out there you gotta be <laughs> that one fan
0: i have this funny video of me actually um clearing out the entire shelf of diet dr pepper 10 at my albertsons and like buying all of them and there's none left um which I'm pretty proud of. I do want to say, if you want to support us, go to our Patreon page, Patreon.com/swordchomp. I put it up on our Instagram page a lot. You can get—I'm um, trying to do complimentary videos that go along with the podcast, so you can see little inside jokes or videos from stories that we discuss on air. Um, not only do you get to support us, but uh, you can get a nice compliment to the show. And we do Skype sessions um, for one of our higher tiers, where you can sit down and talk to us. There's a lot of cool stuff there. For um for patrons, so Patreon.com/slash/swordchomp join Chomp Nation. That's gonna do it for the show. I'm excited because E3 is just a few days away. um Of course, as always, we have our two side podcasts in the Chomp Cast family. One is called In the Blood. It's been doing pretty well for us lately because I have a new interview up with the composer Ludovic from Katana Zero. Um. We also have Shay's side podcast. It's called Evoking the Sublime. With a lot of great interviews like Greg Kasavin of uh, Supergiant Fame. Those are some fun podcasts you should check out if you're just, you know, listening to our show for the first time. Again, they're called In the Blood. And the other one's called Evoking the Sublime. And, uh, well, let's get out of here. It's been a long show. Jesus Christ, it's been a long one. And probably next week, even we might have a special guest next week. Who? I don't want to ruin it. But we might have a special guest next week. Um, And, of course, E3. So from everyone here at the Chompcast, I want to thank Josh for being here from Michigan, Fish from Texas, Shay phoning in from Japan, and, of course, me in Montana. We will see you...